And we're back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 238. We are, what about, 30-ish episodes away from reaching the episode count of the Nightwing podcast before we, you know, lost that show and, well, I lost my other main YouTube channel, actually. But, you know, like I told everyone, we're going to be doing a, oh, I'm going to be doing a end-of-the-year update video, you know, covering everything that I did this year and everything that I'm going to end up, uh, you know, doing for 2024, actually. Because, you know, we're a pretty good year. For the most part, I think this has probably been one of my most calmest years of my life. La like, because there's always years I look back and I go, man, that year was fucking garbage. Last year wasn't bad on the realm of my life was bad. It was just, you know, the whole, like, uh, thing that I can't talk about happened. And it was just like, well, I guess God just has his way of fucking with me. You know, and I'm black. So you go, go just go up to a Christian and try to fuck with him and be like, hey, why did God keep the slaves? <laughs> but, you know. That's a little, you know, a little joke my uh, Christian friends had at some point, you know. But, yeah, got a end-of-the-year update video coming out and just got a few more videos that I already worked on. I just have to literally put them in, put them together, then upload them to my, well, now new YouTube channel. So, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, well, Pokemon mostly do market watches and pack openings, but for most, like, reviews of all this stuff, movie projects going to happen. Saw 10 got announced. We're going to do a project on Saw as well as Halloween. So before Halloween would come in October, we would start early. We would I want to start in like August. Let's just do them all in August. I and mean like by the time it gets to like October, we already have like it all done. So yeah, want to play a game. Uh, can't wait to hear that again after fucking head start rolling. What is this obsession with Amanda? That character is a fucking lunatic. I, what women are men attracted to? That lady is crazy and mentally insane, actually. I actually think it's part of our generation, though, is because we grew up at the same um, amount of time, pretty much. And mm -hmm. it's like, we want to make sure that we're not that bad. So. <laughs> also, Tobin Bell was old when the first Saw came out. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, time doesn't go backwards there. Yeah, they're going to be a, weak. A, oh, yeah. He's a talent that was found way too late in life. It's a shame. What? A t yeah. I it's always one of those theories where I'll, I'll always say this. They killed him off so early on. But maybe that was because he didn't really want to act as much in the movies anymore. It, there might have been – there has been something. That's the only horror franchise, like, like you know, a big one, where they directly kill off their main villain in the third movie and then only use him in flashbacks. That's it. Child's Play doesn't have that. Friday the 13th doesn't have that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre doesn't have that. Most most big ones characters are alive for the most part, or they're not like dead to the point where you're only gonna see them in pack, like flashbacks. But they just send Freddy to space or Jason to space. Refresh my memory. Uh, are those flashbacks new scenes that he films, or are they flashbacks from the? Previous? Oh no, those are new scenes he films. It's less, just yeah. it's just more like, hey, if I, we still want to kind of keep this character around, but we can only keep you around in a flashback. You know, it's a glorified retcon. Yeah, so like this with the Saw 9 that came out. Saw 9 is just basically in between Saw 1 and 2. So, yeah, he can have a full-length appearance in that. It's not a flashback, even though this is past continuity that's built its new continuity. Ah, good Lord. Oh, horror just is so <laughs> stupid sometimes. It's a, it, This is a ninth movie, but it takes place in between the first two movies. And he's not exactly dead yet. 
but he can put together all these traps. I mean, he has an ongoing brain tumor that's about to kill him, yet he can construct all these elaborate things, even though he has a constant brain tumor that would definitely put you in bed. I mean, it, you saw in the third movie, he can barely move at a single point, you know? I don't know. Movie movie logic doesn't really make a lot of sense anymore, but, you know. Maybe it's more like how I met your mother, and so that's how I became an ex-murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I, in a, you know, I, I met your mother in the summer of 2006. That is fantastic. How I became an axe murderer. <laughs> that is great. Uh, I mean, like, it would be a good mix of the genre. So. <laughs> Remember, uh, there was a How I Met Your Mother where it was revealed that uh, Wayne Brady was his brother. <laughs> They're yeah, like, great. hey, I have a brother. They're like, yeah, Barney, that's awesome. Here he is. They're like, Barney, he's a... Uh... <laughs> well, there was, in the room. It was great. Like Robin didn't know. Everybody else knew that he was black. Robin didn't know, so he shows up, and they're all acting like it's no big deal. And she's like, "How'd that happen?" Ted's like, "Oh, he's black. I guess I didn't notice." No, I'm just kidding. We just we just want to see your face. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, black guy." Well, <laughs> anytime Lee Brady makes a cameo, it's a good show. So. <laughs> As tame as that show was, the humor, even by today's standards, would not be tolerated. No. Mm-hmm. Barney's no. womanizing, the racial jokes, some stereotyping, and as mild as they were, because that show was very tame. One well, line, I don't think one line but get it canceled. You might not have to worry about it too much. So. Hmm. And a one line alone would have got it canceled whenever he's like, Ted, you're my cabron. Ted, you're my cabron. Do you think I'd stick you with some toothless tranny from the port of- from the port authority? Demonetized, <laughs> canceled, beheaded. Neil Patrick Harris never steps foot in the theater again. Well, I think trannies from the port authority have probably experienced some inflation rates anyway. So, you know, <laughs> I don't think that would fly for a couple reasons there, man. <laughs> also, uh, courtesy of Selena, we are back here on Twitch again. You know, and now we don't have to hear seventy six ask us why aren't we on Twitch? I I can't believe we told her right. We came in when she came in. We we're like, hey, I don't have access to my Twitch account right now for just a couple days. We'll be back there. <laughs> she said, Where's the Twitch chat? I can't find it. And I'm like, neither can I. What? God, my whole brain just like blew up. I thought about I, I just contemplated getting butt naked and lighting myself on fire in that moment. That was that my brain broke that hard. No one will know how hard my brain broke when a woman that we told this said that to me. And I was like, I thought I was just getting fucked. I thought I was actually just getting fucked right then and there. Holy shit. Good lord. Bent over a table. Turgid Johnson just railing. (laughs) (laughs) Just felt like you you were just bent over and getting railed by fucking... uh, What's the doll that he has and saw? Billy? Isn't it called Billy or some shit? The the clown face doll. The makeup. I don't know if it has a name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called Billy. Yeah. yeah Imagine just Billy just bending you over and graping you. That's what I felt like in that moment. Holy crap. Well, I know what I'd want to do after is curl up <laughs> next to the Dora blanket and just <laughs> snuggle up. My brain broke. I can't. And then remember Nate said his fucking friend had sex with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, did it suck him off? And I was just there going like, what night is this? What kind of night are we having here? It's a this is probably not a podcast for grandmas. Remember, guys, imagine this. When I, when I put these episodes out there on Spotify and all the podcasting platforms eventually, past episode nine, 
which is where I lifted off at. Remember, my grandma's going to be driving her van with her kids, her grandkids in there, and they're going to be listening to this. And they hear those things. We might be getting reported. I can, much, I can pretty much guarantee you don't have any grandmothers listening to you. What do you mean? Because it's um, all their I, fault. Right? You have no grandmothers. Uh, that's not your That's not your audience. What do you... Oh, <laughs> no. No way. I'm going to go to my analytics and see if I have, if I have any grandmas watching this. You know, then I could get fucking... You don't have baby. to. I can tell you, you don't. You don't. No, I want to be a sugar baby, though. James said he'd be a sugar baby. Like, why can I be a sugar baby? Because <laughs> James is attractive. Whoa! Well, I, I'm hot and good-looking. And successful and rich. Most people would assume then that you don't need to be a sugar baby. Was that a that was a compliment? Thank you. That was the best compliments uh, can be insults too. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And, and, oh Lord, goddamn white people! All right, so our biggest audience is still in France. I, I have no clue. Viva la France! <laughs> I, I, I love you. I love all you women out there. Maybe oui, oui. oh, baguette, wine, white flag. Oh, I love. I love putting baguettes in my mouth. I love it. Uh, no, our male audience you is not so bigger than our female audience. I don't know where our female audience is at. They're mostly from the ages of 23 to 27. Most males we have watching are, I guess, by what, what, what these stats are, 35 to 44. I don't know what, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm a hot, sexy man where women are like, oh, my God, I'm just getting so turned on listening to this hot, sexy black man. That's, that's exactly why I can get the ladies off just with my words, you know? So, sure. No? Spoiler alert, All right. trans women. Why not? I forgot. You, those aren't women. At all, those are just chicks with dicks. Notice the qualifier for trans in front of it. Yeah, I remember we used to just call them she males. Oh, back in the they day. are from France as well. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, I got my Twitch recap. You can press start. All right, what do what do I got? Hours watched. We did 828 streams throughout the entire oh. year. Awesome! Holy fuck! 33 clips made. All right, one. So that's 000. about two hours every, uh, two hours for every stream. That's good. Hmm. Dang. They call me a goat. Whoa! I can be a goat. Awesome. All right. What else we got here? Thank you. Thank you. Your top stream reached twenty six viewers. That's awesome. Given the take that the fucking having three viewers is the average. So if our top streams are reaching this many people, I think it's awesome. Uh. 14.13k chat sent top five categories. Well, obviously, this is the stuff that I, I obviously, I, this is everything we do. <laughs> Your top two tags. Genuine. All right. Second thank you. Within the next year, you're going to be way up there. Hopefully. Maybe if I just show my tits and bounce them up and down, maybe that'll give me some new viewers. Right, ladies? I um, I don't know. I think you, if you, you know what, they actually did a study um, that if you wear like a, um, what is it, like a work shirt, like a collared shirt, and then you roll up the sleeves, women <laughs> find that statistically more attractive than like the the, the gym poses. So hmm. you should try that. There was, <laughs> oh, sorry, pretty sure she was insulting me there too. Um, but I did authority. have a, I did have a wardrobe in mind that I kind of want to do in 2024. I'm not going to reveal it yet. I saw a guy do it, and I was like, that looks cool as fuck. I want to walk around like that, but that requires money, and I can't really fix my finances until I get my tax return back. So 
I'll be dressed like You're just uh, gonna copy some other dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna dress like him now. Yeah, and he's white, so I know exactly that he he's got the right idea. You know, if it ain't white, it ain't right. I, mean, I was gonna I, say if, if it's a men in black look, you can go, you know, white or black with that. So <laughs> definitely not doing that. That would make me look cringe. And a lot of ladies would probably be like, this guy's weird. <laughs> All right. Community built 105 new followers. Yeah. When I started putting stuff out here a lot more consistently, we probably had like 10 followers here. It's just really hard to grow on Twitch. That's why I said it. Even if I never got Twitch back, I honestly wouldn't give two flying fucks. There's no growth here. I just only put stuff out here because people like the live experience of watching a fucking podcast or a stream when I play League. Other than that, there's really no reason to put stuff here. This is a terrible platform. This is a this is a this is even worse than YouTube's algorithm. At least in YouTube's algorithm, if you throw out like five videos, there's a good chance one of them shits is hitting like good hundred views, fifty views, whatever. There's there's a chance there. There's nothing here. Plus, people factor in when you do a podcast that's as long as we do sometimes, it's generally harder for people to get into those because if they don't know who we are. They're about to be like, oh, there's hot girls here. We're probably going to watch this because they're there. Yes, you know, damn Iron and freaking Strider. Got to be hot ladies now. Oh, no. well, um, I'm not allowed to become a MILF. So just so you know, uh, when you I'm barely allowed on the one? podcast. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, now my kids oh. actually don't like it when I do this. So, so oh, Really? Explain. What the heck? Oh, tell, tell your kids I'm in charge now. That's how it works around here. Your oh, loudest, these are the loudest fans cute. we have. Michael is our number one loudest fan, and it's Chaz, and it's Invader. Vader. And it's WZ. <laughs> that was are, that whole lineup was completely predictable. <laughs> yeah, like these, these are our main consistent chatters, and then Tony and Tony's also here for the most part. So if there was a fifth one, then Tony would definitely be here as well who else is generally here beside these guys no these guys are pretty much the five guys we usually have yeah michael Chaz, invader and obviously wz on twitch yeah and then the rest of your like <laughs> on again off again audience is on humble oh That's i can celebrate with a goat emote hell yeah don't forget to stream your recap i'm not actually but this is all it's you know it's cool it's awesome i get to have a, an exclusive goat emote hell yeah that thing was cool as hell Oh, it's awesome. All right. So what you guys think? Or am I a top goat streamer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good for you. This, no. <laughs> I said yes. Yeah, we, we all said yes, you're doing well. We all agreed. I hate what? all of you. I hate all of you. <laughs> well, what else? You know what else happened today? I was I was calling people retards and stupid fucks on Twitter. The, the, my my usual thing I do in the morning. It's my it soothes me out actually calling people stupid because I love when people have so much to say on some shit they have no business talking on, and I I don't mean having just a general opinion. These people have so much authority on some shit they don't even spend money on this stuff. But be like, well, I think the comic book industry should do this. Have you ever actually bought any comic books ever in your life? No, but I really just really pirated them off uTorrent. Then you can go fuck yourself because you aren't shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? They'll be like, yeah, gay characters are not liked and getting attacked every single time they're announced in books. 
Is the gay characters that are wit that are written very well, or is it gay characters that are self-inserts that have no personality other than the fact that it's insufferably gay? Oh well, we get that problem with the girl bosses too. Yeah, yeah and then you also gotta ask them, would you buy a book like that? They're like, Yeah, I'm gonna go support it. I'm gonna put on my pull list. Comic book shop Wednesday, books come out, it reveals in the numbers that shit ain't sold anything. They yeah, need their tax return too. All their bigots, <laughs> all those bigots and homo massagephobes and peoples, Islamics phobes and stuff. They ruined it all for the women out here. This guy said women. This guy said women contributed so much to the comic industry. And I'm sitting there going like, yeah, probably. Yeah, none of the women you supported. I asked him, what women bought books have you bought in the last five years? Didn't answer. He just literally didn't answer. He actually just didn't answer because he realized, my God, people can call me on my bullshit. Ugh. Well, that's probably one of the things about um, social media that's kind of nice on level. It's easier to find the hypocrites. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, back in the day, we called them posers. It's easy just to spot a poser when you can. You ask them, would you willingly buy that with your own hard-earned money? They don't even answer. They know they're full <laughs> of shit. It's literally Marvel and DC could take a boot. Uh, whoever runs it right now, I think it's a uh, fuck. Something M Madarsky. Chief, uh, I forgot the, the e chief editor for Marvel, something Chris Madarsky or some shit. I know Jim Chip, Lee does Chip it. Chip Zdarsky? Is it Chip Zdarsky, I think? I, I don't think know. It. I know that name. He did Daredevil. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me go see his name. But I know yeah. for DC, it's Jim Lee, who's their, who's their editor. I, I know that for sure. Like, Pink. the editors of Marvel and DC are literally getting a boot, pissing on it, just a whole load in there, digging it in shit, putting it on, putting it out. They're going, lick this or you're not going to be in this industry. That's literally how it is. Because these people will say some of the dumbest things ever. We're talking like cognitive dissonance doesn't exist in their brains. They're just always on like defense mode. So happened with that one guy who came out and was – he didn't even mention race. Didn't mention diversity. Didn't mention nope. none of that in his video. And all they kept bringing up was like he attacked uh, diverse groups of people. That was never actually said. Well, Don Donnie Cates, who isn't a bad writer or talent whatsoever, but, you know, liberal brain is rotted people's fucking brains to the core. He's like, well, don't you just like it when someone just goes into a store for buying hammers and the owner just tells you the hammers suck? Yes. I want that. I would like that would be great, actually. actually, if you told me. You're, so a, I go into a store and a guy does their job. Yeah, I would hope uh, someone does. I would hope if I go and order something. Let's say I went to a McDonald's, the McRib going on right now. I went to a place and I and I went there for a McRib and I said, hey, how's McRib taste? And that fucking person doesn't tell me how it tastes or how good it is in their opinion. I would find that pretty fucking, I find that pretty bad, right? Someone, you go to them, they're doing their job, not doing their job. Also, hardware stores don't just sell you defective hammers. If there's a defective hammer... They take that shit and offload it to like Dollar Generals or 99 cents or some bullshit like that. They won't accept that. Like, I just don't get it with people. What is like if you don't absolve every single thing these people say, 100 percent there, there are no in-between. You can't be an in-between. There ain't no in-between with these people. 100 percent or you're not or you're not in their cool kids club. I asked a guy. Mm -hmm. He said comics gate and all of it are nonsense. I was like, what do you not like about comics gate specifically? I don't get an answer. There's no answer. There's no answer. What's your favorite part of Comic Skate? No Do that right. no. Oh lord. He's going to like the Comic Skate as a whole is like is like kind of just like the the anti-establishment. So you can have some really good people on it and then really um 
you know, people who are, you know, not, not ready for the big time, I guess. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. They're they're not all, some of there's varying levels of talent. Yes. There's also, uh, as far as the, uh, reader, there's varying levels of what your particular taste is. Mm -hmm. Just because you like Ethan Van Skyver doesn't mean you're going to like John Malin doesn't mean you're going to like Joe Ball. They're all completely different. And you just kind of to each of them, just like you would in the mainstream. And really the term comic geeks gay, I think it's pretty worn out. They're really Mm -hmm. just independent uh, anti-establishment said the best way to put it, comic books. Yeah, notice what's interesting about what you described. You described a bunch of different authors with a, with a bunch of different styles and a bunch of different yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> nice, a bunch of different uh, storytelling priorities. But what you don't get with Marvel and DC, you don't get that. You don't get that true diversity of of the end product. All you get is the same old preachy, cheap wall of text bullshit. You don't yep. get there is no variation. There is no difference between Marvel and DC except what what the messaging is the exact same. Just the costume is different. But with Ethan, yep. like, with everybody that you mentioned, they all have completely different like storytelling, but they also have completely different worlds that they're inhabiting. Completely different characters. Like what do you all? But all the big two are doing is recontextualizing all of the stuff that we've already known. Recontextualizing Captain America or Dick Grayson is gay or making Ice Band gay or whatever. Yeah. All they're doing is well, they making Nightcrawler Spider-Man shit. or Nightcrawler Spider-Man. Oh and God! Don't even get me started on that. A, a, a baby that Nightcrawler. I, I shit people not. If you are hearing this, eventually in the future when this episode is out there for you guys to listen to, this is not. I am not kidding you. I'm not I'm also <laughs> being weird. Nightcrawler is a baby that was born from Mystique's pussy from the back. That is actually what happened. Mystique, uh, Destiny. Oh, that's and, right. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. So they retconned uh, his origin to say that uh, he was born of these two women, and Mystique used her shape shifting ability to make herself yeah. genetically a male to impregnate Destiny. Is that Anybody want to read before? that in their books? Anybody think that's, yeah, I they can't wait this- to read that in my books. Can't wait to fucking get a pull list and read a bunch of women having this. Babies from their vaginas in the back. Well, you can't you can't give that to kids either. Like also being the most Catholic and devout Christian character in the MCU. So this was planned. And originally his origin story, he there was first he was it was an aristocrat, and then it turned out that aristocrat was or was not uh, a Zezel. And you know, they they've kind of fucked around with it a lot back before, but this this is a whole nother level. And, yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to say, well, that's what, uh, that's what Cl- Chris Claremont intended uh, in the beginning. Yeah. Well, the, the cope has been hilarious. I love the I'm cope. It's like, sure. it's always been the plan shot down because those ideas are shit. Mm-hmm. And there's fucking- no evidence. There's no evidence that that was true. There's no evidence that this is the Chris Claremont's intention the whole time. And if also it was, then why did it take until 2023 to finally realize that vision when there's been other people who who have added on to uh, who have added on to his characters in his story? Yeah. Why did it take until 2023 long, to make this happen? Yeah. Fuck off. It, it's crazy how people will say that, but I'm like, okay, that may or may not be true. I don't. I don't. Just, I'm not saying you're wrong, but since it never actually happened in the context of I don't know any book that existed, that doesn't mean shit. 
you know, Akira Toriyama potentially maybe want to go on to be the main character after they, de- they, de- they defeat Cell. You know what? None of that happened. Yeah. Didn't matter what he really wanted because that didn't happen. You know? There are un- unforeseen ideas, things that uh, the yeah. creators intended or wanted to happen but didn't decide to go in. Maybe they had to change the heart the last minute. Yeah. Some of them are good. A lot of them are dog shit. Well, yeah, right now the um the whole coping thing is all hearsay right now we don't have any evidence yeah, coping of that and seething taking place. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is we mentioned even if something was intended from the beginning it doesn't mean it it doesn't mean it the it doesn't mean that the writing ended up justifying it because we mentioned how i met your mother earlier the original the, the original tv ending that we got for how i met your mother was the mm-hmm. intended ending I thought yeah. it was a good ending until like, but past season five, it didn't fit because it didn't fit the character's journey anymore. It just didn't fit the show. But the one that they reshot fit the ending of the show they ended up with nine seasons on. Like that ending would have been fine after like season five or six or something. But you yeah. went a little bit further into season nine and then in the, it started getting a little weird. So even if that was the intention, it doesn't mean it makes, even if that was the intention from the very beginning, it doesn't mean that that makes sense with how everything's been written up to now right i mean fuck Riggs was supposed to die in the first lethal weapon movie yeah so glad he didn't he's a great yeah. character i love mel gibson we wouldn't have had a whole you know film series based on mm-hmm. some that i mean but that was the original story they even i don't know if it was shot or not but it was in the original script was Riggs dying in Murtaugh's arms on their on his front lawn and just being glad that he was surrounded by his new family mm-hmm. i mean it, it sounded like a good ending probably great for if that movie was just a one shot but they realized that they had lightning in a bottle and they wanted to and thank god they didn't because we got eh, two other really good movies <laughs> yeah like uh, uh, earlier today or was fine Earlier today, so like people mentioned, so I mentioned that LGBTQ stuff doesn't really sell that well, I'd imagine, all right now. And someone brought up the stuff with the uh, Niner and Apollo. That stuff, if we even look at just the history of it, that stuff came up before any of this current stuff came out. That mm-hmm. and it wasn't even called LGBTQ stuff back then. Most people were like, "These are cool characters. I like them. I'm gonna keep buying their shit." That had nothing to do with them being gay. Most people like them. Most people think they're honestly written well, gay characters. That has nothing to do with them being gay. It's like okay. Fuck it. Who cares? We I like them as characters. That stuff yeah. that sold well wow. when a time period where they weren't like telling you, hey, this is a gay character, you need to support it, or you know, you're mm-hmm. a fucking big Islamic phobe thing. <laughs> it's a way different well, time now, period. You can't have a gay character without them having like rainbow flag and all the paraphernalia all over them and going to like right in a scenario where they're at a pride parade and all yeah. this. It's like if this, like, let's just say the character is a hired assassin. Does he really have time for that? What's he doing? Like, okay, I'm going to take out this guy. But first, got to go to pride. <laughs> no. No, make him a fucking compelling character, you know, with uh, what's it, ambiance, just the different, you know, conflicting, you know, mm-hmm. everything that could be uh, engaging. And then just like, oh, he just happens to be that way it might actually make the story even better here's the thing your sexuality is the least interesting part about you it, it doesn't is. make up your entire personality it's just who you decide to go to bed with at night that doesn't yeah. matter it, it, it oh, is man. a very small part it of you it really doesn't factor in 
at all. It really doesn't, especially when it, if like an action oriented comic, like like superheroes are, are action oriented. They are they are character driven and at their character driven. They have a meaning. They have a meaning for the actions that they take. But ultimately, it's right. a bunch of fights. Where does being gay factor into any of that? Now you can have motivations for that. Maybe they have a gay uh, a gay character with a gay partner in danger. Okay, that's a driving motiv motivator yeah. for that. Maybe there was a conflict. There's lots of stories that you can tell, but you have to tell a good story that ju that justifies the the relationship. You can't just have yeah. the relationship it's exist on its own. <laughs> you can't just I, you can't uh, pull it out and be like symp dude, here sympathy buy my book no i still can't believe that if you say these things people never have responses for them because they're they're just so truthful just by a universal law that everyone goes yeah you're right when you say things like why don't they just create new gay characters no. why don't they just create different characters in general because that would for one show you have hiring writers actual artistic talent that can create new characters because we have fat factor in if people think that these characters that we grew up with like batman superman all these guys are outdated and old by that logic it's like they even tell people don't really even care about this stuff why not just make new stuff right because people always say these characters are a little bit outdated okay that's cool if you think that there's nothing wrong with that make your own then make new ones then if that's true and you really believe that you can make new ones right new ones in the creative position the bullshit is they keep saying, well, we can't, and they won't have that kind of an impact. It's like, I can think of so many, like when you think of a modern character, it's not just recent. You have to go back like 20 years because it takes that long to go from the page to the solo issues to mm -hmm. getting their own series to being on, on a cartoon, then to eventually being in a film. Deadpool's a great example of that. He is a recent character. He came out in 96. And in comic book years, that is a fucking baby. <laughs> oh, better like, example. Uh, Daredevil. Yeah. With Daredevil. the yellow suit. Daredevil yeah. was an absolute joke. It was a pun it was a punchline. But then Stan Lee kind of started to change directions a little bit, make him a little bit more serious. And then Frank Miller got his claws in him. And all of a sudden he's the, and Daredevil is, remains the most consistently good, aside from Mark Wade, fuck that guy, remains the most consistently good, longest running Marvel series. I think it's often said that how, that how Daredevil goes is how Marvel goes. If Daredevil sales start tanking, then Marvel will go too. Because if Daredevil, even at his worst, Daredevil is still way better than any any other modern bullshit that people can come up with, with uh, race swapping, gender swapping, gay swapping, all of these other well, Marvel here's characters. The other he didn't start out that, that way. Here's the other problem is they're also writing these gay superheroes doing non-superhero things. That's like the yeah. focus. So like a whole issue I'm going to the ball gala stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, a whole, like, okay, so Spider-Man's a nerd. We don't get a whole issue of Spider-Man trying to win a science contest or whatever right without like some under overlying superhero stuff business that he has to take off after afterward right um yeah. when superheroes have relationships the relationship takes the back seat to compare to the actual superhero feats that they have to complete the th their gay characters that they're coming out with or turning characters in gay is like that's the primary focus um they have to showcase the world, beat the bigots or whatever. All the straight relationships and 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 stuff is like the relationships, the underlying tone. Like when it comes to Batman and Selena, they're Batman's trying to solve some crime. Selena's somehow involved with it. They have their little meetups or whatever. 
but their meetups ain't the overreaching it overlying issue compared to whatever feat they have to complete or whatever uh, uh, challenge. Yeah. They're there and, to talk about the story. They're there to talk about the situation. Oh, They're there to discuss what ha- what is going to happen next. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the cultural ethos today is that uh, like being your true authentic self is to be a hero. And that's not necessarily the truth. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people's authentic selves are they, they forget it's pretty, pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, this stuff You're is like you've used this for the Marvels too, right? All the Marvels, I don't know, it's a fucking female-led movie for a bunch of for an entire franchise made up of dudes doing superhero action <laughs> stuff, and it didn't hit with people. Color me like, crazy. That that sounds like it, that, that was gonna happen. This superhero action franchise now it's think of it like comic books. Superhero action comics are there's but pairs panels where gay dudes are sending news to each other. Not really what people want to be reading about, just saying. I'm saying if you got that in a pull list and I read that, I'd be like, I'm gonna rip this up, put it up my ass, shit out, throw it outside. That's crap. The same. Stuff up. Yeah, Why are you reading a job? Well, it's good to see that chorophilia is next on the list of things that we'll be discussing. So. <laughs> but like, um, I'm not saying it never happened in the past. Like, okay, we had issues of like uh, Muhammad Ali in a boxing match with Superman or whatever, right? But that's not something we all want to go buy and like read, right? We'll talk about it one off or whatever. Compared to like the now is like, um. I mean, just now is just like we don't want to. We want to read the superhero feats or whatever. We don't want to have like our superhero just to lose to some random celebrity that just plopped in a comic or whatever. I got a I got a good example for you, and this is where uh, these modern writers are failing with their sitting, eating, talking, or going to events and taking selfies and talking and not doing anything else. Uh, where that that's just garbage. It's the uh, Claremont, uh, Claremont, ugh, can't talk, X-Men, how he would have, there would always be that break issue with like the softball game, the touch football game, or just the X-Women going to the mall, like a break after the main arc had continued, he would have that break. And that was a refreshing issue because you got to see the insight of these characters and what they were feeling and thinking after the story arc, and then it would continue on to into the next one. The thing is, they're just taking that model and just expanding it with no depth because they have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Chief example of this, another one and a more modern one is Ahsoka. Because they're not, it's just jumping from action scene to action scene and add to action scene with nothing behind it. They're not, that whenever these characters are conversing, they're not talking about anything that we want to hear, or they're just barely mentioning something that we would like to hear. Like, for instance, Rafe Stevenson's character is fa- kind. I don't want to say he's fascinating. He's interesting. There's something there. And probably the deepest he ever gets is, is he is asked, do you miss the Jedi? He's like, I miss the idea of it. Uh, I miss the order of it, but not the truth of it, the weakness. Like, Okay, can you explain more about what that means? There's so many times when they just kind of barely hint at a deeper conversation that needs to happen but they just jump to the next next action scene the next plot point there's no there's no attempt to make us understand these characters because it all ties back to the only thing in these writers the only thing they have 
is that the only thing that they've even written these characters to be is just as mouthpieces for the message. They don't actually have personalities. They don't actually have wants, needs, desires, conflicting, you know, conflicting ends for each other. They've got nothing else to them. The thing is, well, with, that's, with, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Oh, oh, that's that's partially to the dumbification of America. You know, like we need to spoon feed people their answers. Like, mm-hmm. like even if you we are complicated people, um, it, that has to be simplified for the viewers to either understand or for them to be propagandized properly. It was so cool though with Godzilla minus one. <clears throat> Godzilla only shows up like three times. And it's very fleeting and it's, it's, it makes a big impact, but the story is not about Godzilla. It's about the characters that may or may not survive the next time he comes around. There are so many, what's great about because there's, I'm listening to the soundtrack, probably one of my favorite soundtracks, like even Oppenheimer was amazing, but like Godzilla minus one, there are so many quiet tracks. You barely hear it. And especially the music is so understated because it's it's underneath these quiet moments with these characters talking about each other, talking to each other, talking about the the uh, Shikishima, the, the the kamikaze pilot, talking about his trauma and the PTSD he's suffering with this with this woman that he's known for a very long time, and there's this very small like the the score is barely there. But it just it generates a sense. It just generates a sense of of anxiety. But you can feel the tension is kind of leave the room because he's finally opening up to this woman. And what happens next is amazing. But like the the there is an art form to being able to just take a step back. You can't just like modern mm-hmm. Godzilla films are always like big big budget, big spectacle, destruction, stompy stompy. Uh, well, that's the American Godzilla's. <laughs> Indeed, yes, but but, like, but Oppenheimer, same thing. The the whole thing is a character drama where we ha- we're having conversations with these people, but they're all fascinating. It's a little bit oh, it's a little bit dense, a little bit too dense, I think, for modern audiences. But there's a lot there if you if you know what to look for, if you're really listening. There's a lot of really interesting intera- interactions going on. The only action thing that takes place in Oppenheimer is the Trinity explosion. The rest of it is a courtroom drama and a char- and a character drama. Why is it? Why do we have a Godzilla minus one and Oppenheimer being our only examples of like subdued store of subdued uh, intelligent storytelling in this whole year or the year before the year before that? Probably it's insane. Well, there yeah, is I'll, a I'll... whole accessibility that that um, those films reach that that more mainstream temple ones wouldn't. So. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah, a lot of American modern American films, it's it's more like there's no build up to a climax at all. It's like mm-hmm. all we do is get the climax the whole entire like the majority right. of a film or whatever. Um and there's yeah. no more figure it out. It's all tell me what I need to know. Like the characters are literally telling you, dialoguing what you need to know as you're watching instead of you figuring it out as you go. But I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I'm sorry. No, no, it was all right. It was like uh, the example I always pull the whole entire time is always alien. Is like it's a slow build up until you get to the climax to the end with like the alien actually coming out and you see it the first time and everything like that. Hypnotic. Uh, so, like, what's up, brother? We are, what you always playing hard to get, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to slide in your DMs <laughs> like a fucking thought. Hey, 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 hey. 
What do you mean? Ah, God. And I know you're white. I know you, I know I saw your skin is black, but I, I know you're white deep down. It me and you, brother, we're gonna be in white heaven with Ronald Reagan. And he's gone. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone. You gotta be but, like yeah. hot bots, you know, slamming their numbers, you know. <laughs> Nine inches. Yeah. Tell them they can take that. Yeah, back to what you said, dude. Oh no, no, I'm just saying, like, even when we get the hero's journeys type of situation yeah you got like many little mini events till the climax or whatever but there's like one climax and then you got your resolution at the end and stuff we don't really get that anymore it's like constant gratification like the home film away um like um that's why i couldn't even get into the transformers films like other people could or whatever because it's like it's just constant just action most of the way or whatever and um yeah, no, like build up or anything like that. So I was like, so that's what it is for me. Well, I don't think a lot of modern writers have even really heard of the hero's journey very much. Um, it's more classical. Um, but like when I did my master's degree, they'd already stopped teaching Shakespeare and a lot of the uh, the bachelor's level classes. I had my my education proper. <laughs> I can tell they when stopped, people don't. They stopped teaching Shakespeare. Yes. What the fuck? Fucking insane. <laughs> oh well, God. they stopped doing it. They they stopped doing it probably in their um I finished my master's degree in 2014. So, they stopped doing it around then cuz he was an old white dead guy. So, <laughs> ah. <laughs> they never think then these idiot academics never think that one day they will be the dead old white guys. Only the people that they refuse to talk about, the people that, whose works they refuse to review and to teach and to teach people how to uh, teach their students how to you know analyze and pick apart. Shakespeare will be remembered for a millennia for a millennia from now. These idiot yeah. academics will not. Anyway. Well, th thank goodness for that. I uh, yeah. I weep for the state of education. Not too loudly though, because you know it's not going to do you any good. So, but I homeschool <laughs> my kids. So nice, based. <laughs> oh well, I mean, oh. what's the other alternative? You teach them that who you vote for and who you want to have sex with is the ultimate, like convergence of who you're ever going to be. That's ridiculous. Sure. Yeah. Man, what are some of the best scenes in movies? I mean, let's see. I always reference this one because it was really discussion. well done. Uh, like, uh, first Halloween movie, when she thinks she's safe, and the window's open, and you can hear the wind, and you know she's not safe. You're like, maybe she did avoid him. <laughs> he just comes out of nowhere, and he's about to kill her. Just things like that. Well, no, the absolute so best scene from Halloween 1978 is when Jamie's up on the... Uh, on the upper stairs sitting in the corner and Michael's mask just comes out like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, he, scene. Uh, yeah. that's when he gets her in the arm and she falls down the stairs. That is, is that scene where she's in her house. Cause she thinks she's like in her house. She's saved from him. Then she looks over. She's like, ah, shit, the window's open. Yeah, it's blowing. She, he just comes over and he looks about the stab. Her. I was like, you don't like just something like that where, I don't know. Th that subverts your expectations to a certain extent. You know, the whole Steven Spielberg moment in Jaws where the guy's diving and his face pops out. 
That's another good one. When the dinosaur pops out in Jurassic Park the first time. Oh, no, no, no. The part where they were fighting the, the Velociraptors and they tricked the, the kids tricked the Velociraptor with the pan and it hits itself so they can run out of the room. That's that's classic. Uh, I'm going to say Alien again with the, uh, the first scene with the chest uh, burster. Yes. I like the scene in The Mummy where the mummy becomes alive. So, Oh, yeah. Mm. What other moments are there? I mean, there's so many. I mean, um, just dialogue can really help a moment, too. Like uh, Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man Spider movie when he's talking to Green Goblin, you know? He's like mm. either all a hero or something. No, no, it's... Um, what did he say? This, in spite of everything you've done for them, eventually they will hate you. Why bother? Yeah. And he responds... Even better than what he, what William Defoe thinks because it's right. That's what a superhero is. It doesn't matter if he's gonna get hated for what he's gonna do. He's gonna say it because it's right. And it's like, oh, I love it. I was like, oh, it's too good. And then now we have people talking about their pronouns and conversations because yeah. That's well, well, in Spider Man too, Aunt May's speech about like being a hero and mm. all of us. Yeah, um, that was amazing. That's great. That, that's great stuff. And like, mm -hmm. and then you turn around and watch her be like this, like. Um, you know, Hot like mom. she's dating happy. Like I, I did hashtag not my Aunt May for the the, the Iron Boy. <laughs> yeah. She was that a milf. You have to give her credit for that. She was milfing around pretty good. I mean, it's Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei is pretty attractive. Yeah, now, yeah. I cheered when she died. Okay, yo, you did it. Will, You're terrible. Will, that was a very good scene. Their yeah. their chemistry, but their chemistry was great. Even though she wasn't, she wasn't really as old as she should have been. Her yeah. and Tom Holland's chemistry was fantastic. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't know. I found it effective. And I know some well, probably didn't like one too bad. Like every teenage boy wants yeah, somebody to be like Marissa Tomei Aunt May. Okay. <laughs> Just not every, every yeah. actual teenage boy needs a Rosemary Harris Aunt May. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we want we want Marissa Tomei. We deserve Rosemary Harris. <laughs> but we probably get Sally Field. <laughs> I, oh God. Yo, don't I, even, I didn't like her. I didn't hit her as Aunt May either. Sally Field looks exactly like my mother. So let's just not because Sally Field ever again. Or any other. I can't I can't hear Sally Fields. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. I can't hear Sally Fields. I don't remember Fields. any line that Sally Field said in any of the Spider-Man movies that you know. that really didn't say anything. I don't think she said anything substance. I don't Martin Sheen. No, not Martin Sheen. Yeah, Martin he, Sheen. He just rehashed the death scene with that was done way better with the original actor from yeah. uh, the Toki. Uh, no, but but uh, another great Aunt May speech in in a movie that is it is utter shit is Spider Man Three, but her speech to uh, Peter when she's explaining Spider Man doesn't kill people to him that was good. That was a good scene. Probably the best scene. I don't remember that. It's been a while since I've seen it. I, I try to shy away from Spider-Man. Uh, Peter, <laughs> Peter confessed that he he found the person that killed. Oh, him. yeah. Then he uh, Spider-Man killed him. She's like, well, that can't be true because Spider-Man doesn't kill people. He's like, oh, fuck. And that puts yeah. him back on the, uh, the righteous and the moral path. I love how she so. doesn't say anything. She just sits back Gets up and leaves. He tries to touch her hand. Yeah. She pulls away. So good. This, no this dialogue needed. Just known he's Spider Man the whole time and is just fucking with him for the greater good. <laughs> but mm -hmm. just fucking. Hold on, you guys talk for a second. My 
or the spectrum agent I need to speak to about my billing situation or I'm going to choke her actually. <laughs> Don't do it on camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or at least make them pay for it. I, well, you might get a few more views, I guess, on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm new here, so I don't know any of you. Do, Hi, um, nice to meet you. Uh, yes. There you go, I hate you. Oh. <laughs> he says that to everybody. Yeah. It's okay. I figure, you know, it's all that internalized um, yeah. racism. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the internalized virginity. Oh, well. <laughs> I sex with oh, a lot of women. <laughs> a lot of body pillows. None. Yep. Well, who are you guys? <laughs> um, you go first because I don't. All right. Um, questions. Yeah, I've got a I've got a channel on YouTube. Uh, I do some. I've been doing a lot of uh, Ripperverse content mainly, which has been really good for my channel. But I started out doing uh, Rings of Power reviews. I'm sorry. Oh God! <laughs> I made it through the whole series. I did an episode. I did it. I did a review of every single episode. So I made it to the end, and I can say definitively, is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I can get past I, the commercials. Oh, me too. Me too. As you can see and by you can my uh, Argonaut baguettes. Huh? You are you are not uh biased at all because you've been giving a pretty fair review, though I will disagree with to yeah. the new Doctor Who. That's yeah, fairly uh gentle. And people said you hated <laughs> black people. What I mean, I just here's the thing. what's just so funny to me is especially with I've actually been getting into Doctor Who. Um, for the first time in years and I've had I don't know why I just never got into it but I have been I'm actually really enjoying it and seeing what they're doing with it and how they're just pissing all over David Tennant's doctor is kind of pissing me off and because sure. this is the guy that put them on the map and they're treating yeah. they're treating him worse than Jake Skywalker they're treating him worse than Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker but here's the but here's what's kind of funny David Tennant kind of did this to himself because he is all in on the DEI um racism sexism bigot homophobia train and he's all in on it and unfortunately he did sign up for this and you know he's he's digging his own grave but yeah it's just yeah, kind sure. of amazing tear down the uh my most well-known character and probably yeah the favorite doctor not my favorite doctor. matt smith is my favorite doctor Hands i haven't down. gotten there i heard he's really good but it's so funny you see you see the, the quality because i actually watched him and uh i saw him at Broadchurch, which was chris chibnall's show before he got signed on to doctor who that also had uh jody whittaker in it jody whittaker's never been great um in my opinion but like that show the first two seasons were really good and have a had olivia coleman and again david Tennant. they were both uh detectives really good show first two seasons were great and david Tennant was great in that and then seeing that episode in doctor who where he becomes human in like 1913 you could see and i actually live tweeted this you could see just the change that from the doctor to this very human person and he's knowing what he's going to have to give up. He's like, I don't, he doesn't want to stop being human. His life is easier as a human, but he knows he's, he knows he has a bigger purpose in mind. It was just an excellent episode. And I know like that, that whole season gets a lot of grief. I've been really enjoying it. Um, but just seeing, I don't know. It's just very, it's, 
I hate seeing all of everything I love go up in flames right in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Doctor Who. That's why I, I don't I, I choose not to to contribute. I just I can't yeah. I'm not gonna watch the new doctor. When you see Who. something you've watched for so long, it's so bad, your brain just goes, instead of giving this my attention, I can't do it. My I like, just can't do it. Star Wars was it for me. Like I lived for Star Wars movies, and then Last Jedi came out and I watched it. I watched it, I watched that thing probably eight times. I actually well, liked you, it at first, and then well, I you, to hate it the more I thought about it. I hate my prefrontal cortex. You don't like a shemale characters in your movies, man. I don't like. I came to this island to die. <laughs> I don't like watching Luke Skywalker turn into well, me in thirty years. The most turning moment of that series is we did a video about that. I need to edit that video and still put it out because the only thing that I would probably add to <laughs> it now. Yeah, it's crazy because I, I, you know, really? people are pretty lazy. What I think more to add by now. <laughs> do you know what I think ruins that fucking trilogy? I was literally thinking about this at work today. When I was throwing out those boxes. Was for someone that's okay. So we know there there was a book continuity. We know there's comic books. We know there's video games. Mm-hmm. But imagine all those adults out there that don't know about that stuff. So they're just looking at, hey, I watched the original trilogy. I watched whatever the fuck the prequels intended to be. I like the then, prequels. I'm I sorry. like the prequels too. Thank you, Vagabond. Thank you, you guys. They, you have guys their, they have their downsides, but they have a lot of good things in them. Yeah, I more think, downsides, I would say. Only problem. No, I'll just the, the, the prequels build up the world building. My problem is the the uh, midi cult chlorines. That's my only bitch. That's yeah. That's I would it. agree because the the original trilogy made the force to be like a muscle. You have to work at it. You have to learn to tune yourself to the force. You're not born with it, a talent. It took the uh, the mystery and the mystique and everything out of the force yeah, by I having agree. be. Oh, they're just little fucking microorganisms in your blood, and if you have a lot of them, fucking you can throw rocks and shit. Yeah. See, that's how I feel about the Legend of Korra. See, see, well, that's, I was actually that's talking my... about this with with um, Master Swag King. What's your real name again? <laughs> Who's that? You. <laughs> oh no. So, oh. Uh, I, Iron. That's my argument for the Legend of Korra for the um, series, which they they got rid of all the mysticism and stuff, and like, um, and that that was my main problem. With the Legend of Korra. I hated that show. My problem with Legend of Korra is they didn't just make her an outright villain. Who, Korra? Yeah. I think Avatar as evil Avatar would have been super great. I don't know about that, though. <laughs> See, that would have probably ruined it for me, too. Because I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the whole, uh, like. Is her idea. I'm not going to lie. Oh, uh, That sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Like the ending was out of nowhere. I didn't see no build up to that. And then like, well, they always like, see the the avatar as like a good figure, or as like a moral neutral. At least it's like it would have been fun to see. You know, like I know all this stuff. I'm better than everybody. World domination, baby. So I don't know. I, I thought like she she was good at bending using all elements as soon as she was born or whatever. Um, the whole. Uh, the world building i didn't need them to go that far in the future or whatever i'd still like the aesthetic of the whole like traditional asian aesthetic with the last airbender and stuff um i don't know i i, I didn't like like the legend of Korra's like other people do and then plus when they i thought the whole need to explain how the avatars came to be in the first place didn't need to happen 
No, I agree a hundred percent. Uh, they've ruined so many good stories and characters with needless origins. We don't need it. The mystery is what makes the character compelling. Wolverine never needed to be fucking anything more than Logan. The James Hallett bullshit fucking ruined him. Yeah, oh, and okay. then they cheapen okay. bloodbending. Like, just anyone can do it out the whim and all that type of stuff. Or so everything's okay. Iron. So, for anybody who's out there who's probably an adult and didn't know there was books and comics and everything with Star Wars. So, the first thing you're seeing after Star Wars is what Captain the Disney Kennedy. trilogy, right? I hope not. That bitch is ugly as fuck. But, so, if your first idea of Luke is what they told you in that fucking Force Awakens movie, all that's already some bullshit. But when you finally see him, this is why these movies aren't good. They show you nothing of his character transforming. I, I think this is the only way that you can make that work is if you showed any way he transformed from then versus now, I think people would go like, you know, it still sucks, but at least you showed me how he got to this point. They don't show you anything. They just go like, hey, uh, he almost killed his nephew in his sleep and he ran away. But when yeah, he... he the last he time you saw this guy, he stopped the emperor, right? Last we saw last we saw him back in 19, whatever, when Return of Jedi came out, he stopped the emperor, he stopped okay. his dad, he won everything, right? And then on well, the books, they had to do more stuff, obviously, with his character. But here's the thing: not, in was... the books, a similar story takes place where mm -hmm. one of his nephews falls to the dark side, and Luke still doesn't want to kill him and tries nope. and does and tries as hard as he can to avoid killing him. And this is when this guy has killed people. His nephew has killed people. He is a full-blown Sith Lord now, and Luke still doesn't want to kill him. But no, Kylo Re or Ben Solo has a dream about has a dream about something, and then Luke is like, "I gotta kill you now because yeah, you've done nothing yeah. wrong." Like, oh, even even Ron Johnson. You know what's even worse yeah, man. is that a person but who literally that character you're saying, even his own twin sister wants to like, "I'm done. We have to put him down." Nope. <laughs> You know what's also weird is that I was trying to be like coy about who it was, but you just said twin sister. So if you haven't read the story, definitely text go. The books me. are better. Oh, sorry. Thoughts thought one texting me. No, um, it's weird because a character like him, people like friend, he didn't know who his dad was. He only vaguely kind of knew of what other people told him. He wanted to save him. There was like literally no way you could yeah, ever convince no people that he was gonna he kill his nephew in his sleep. This is not him. possible, right? Like a guy who basically didn't know who his dad was and was like, "No, you can be a good person." I don't know how. I I still don't know how he did that. Hey, I know you just murdered a whole bunch of people with this Death Star. You're a good guy, though. What? Vader I mean, didn't do that. That was Tarkin. But when yeah, I'm good in you, I can feel it. That yeah. was it. That was all he had, and that was his okay. fucking mission. That's what he ran with. That one mm -hmm. shred. That hope. People always knew Anakin was always conflicted. Fucking hope. Anakin was always conflicted. He was literally conflicted ever since he was born. I mean, obviously he was a slave under that one uh, guy in Phantom Menace. He was a slave when he was born. He was a slave to his emotions. He's a slave to fucking the dark side. He's a slave to the Emperor Palpatine when he becomes Darth Vader. He's a slave literally up until he dies when, you know, Luke comes and saves him. So the fact that Luke can see good and apparent, he never he even had any interaction with his entire life. You're gonna tell me in this movie he's gonna kill his nephew and it's like that's just stupid. There's no conceivable way that no, can work. No emotional connection to the guy cut off his goddamn hand. Yeah, that first one needs to be cut off his he's hand. Named, he named him 
He's tortured his friends. He's killed countless people. He's a genocidal. He killed Obi-Wan. First movie, yeah. he killed Obi-Wan. Yeah. He the only real father figure he ever had, other than, uh, you know, the stormtroopers took out his aunt and uncle. But they were dicks, so they... Yeah. <laughs> I just... That's why I think movies like those fail, because if you don't set up the audience for what is about to come, I think it just fails. I, I'm, I'm still not saying it's, it's going to be received very well, but they just show you nothing. They just go, well, after Luke defeated the uh, fucking emperor, he's a legend now. If you hadn't, if you hadn't read any books or anything, you go, what the fuck? So he's all these, he's all this, but he chose to defect away from the galaxy when a new Republic started. But what kind of shit is this? This is stupid. Well, it's even worse because he left Han and Leia alone. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, first he tried to murder their son and turned him to the dark side. That was completely his fault. Then he said, oh, well, I fucked up. Time to go fucking hide in the mountains and drink, uh, you know, pretty milk. Worse than that, Ray comes and says, we need your help. We're all about to die, including your sister. And he doesn't, and he doesn't, he's like, ah, He takes the care. lightsaber, he takes the yeah, lightsaber, and he throws it over his head. That right, that moment right there, that encapsulates everything with well, Disney's trilogy. And I mean, right say there. what you will about Mark Hamill, but he knew this shit was bad. You, yeah. There's so, the countless interviews where he's just, you see just a man's soul dying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like he cares yeah. about the characters and stuff. It's just his personality on uh, Twitter is just yeah, he's a piece of shit. But I mean, <laughs> Luke Skywalker. I mean, he actually, I can I can move the art the uh, the artist from the art. Death of the artist. Yeah, separate the artist from the artist. I've been drinking yeah. a lot here tonight. What the uh, fuck? Oh, somebody's been busy. Who is this? <laughs> God, <dude. laughs> I just I, okay. I, that, that is sure to take my title. Bring it, motherfucker. <laughs> is it the guy like... that makes the video YouTube videos? <laughs> oh, no. oh no, actually no. WC has the title. I I am I am fucking. Oh, that's WZ's YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. <laughs> as far as I know, uh, that's the rumor anyway. It, it'd be funny right, if it was yeah. MSK the whole entire time making his own. <laughs> 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 uh, I just, it, yeah, so many wrong things. It's like, my God, that, that moment there where he takes that saber and he throws it. It's like, who are you? Wait a minute. What? So the first movie sets Luke up as this person. We're like, no, we got to get this guy. This guy's going to change everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. She meets him. Fuck you guys. Well, that just kind of shits on whatever that movie just set up because you ain't shit apparently now. And then Han is supposed to be some sort of like just deadbeat. So he's the same deadbeat cowboy guy he was in the very first movie. Yeah, they, they had to make him a deadbeat dad who abandons yeah. not only his uh, child after he, he turns to the dark side, but his wife as well. Mm -hmm. That way she can become the strong, independent female general. And he's just a piece of shit deadbeat dad. And he uh, went back to smuggling too. Yeah. All that character arc you went through for the first three movies that we all love, you know, being the uh the scoundrel to the hero, that character arc, uh, and that redemption and everything you got. Yeah, you know what? Fuck that, just suck and die. Yeah. Not yeah. only that, Finn knows him as the rebellion general. So why the hell wouldn't they continue that? 
why the hell wouldn't he be some he'd be a war hero like he could be in any yeah. other profession other than smuggling i'm actually putting something in the private chat you all will thank me for it this is a um a series of videos that actually film threat directed me to called what if star wars it's, it's basically what if the star wars of force awakens last jedi rise of skywalker was awesome Oh, film threat videos. I like those. Those are really good. Yeah. So watch all three of these, and they are fan fucking tastic. This is canon as far as I'm concerned. They even take they take some <laughs> of the developments. Uh, they 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 don't they don't completely rewrite it. They actually take some familiar like they take all the same characters from the from the trilogy like Snoke and Finn and Poe and all that. <clears throat> Excuse me. They take a lot of the same plot similar kind of plot elements from it but they weave it in a way that makes it make sense like ray is and ray is an amazing character now i love her finn is an amazing character now poe is an amazing character and they weave in the original three han luke and leia in such a in it, organically into the story and it is fantastic. You will by the end of the, uh, by the end of Rise of Skywalker, the video, you will cry because it ends so brilliantly. Because one thing the Rise of Skywalker advertised it, what what made it, what tried it tried to do was be was be the end of this nine movie saga. It really wasn't. It was not the end of the whole saga. It was the end of the sequel trilogy. Nothing else. This actually makes it the end of a nine film saga. Ties everything together at the end. You will absolutely love it. Just watch do you know it what I then... didn't get in that trilogy was uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver not having sex. Oh, you're a Raylo god. Pepper, pepperoni yeah. nipples and her small tits railing together. I love it. Well, well like um, a lot of people that, have said that if hard, they. Though. That I've talked to, like all the Steve. women that I've talked to that got dragged to the movie by their husbands. <laughs> they yeah, said, women, Why didn't they end up together? <laughs> yeah, women really aren't interested in this stuff as much as they no, it's mostly their boyfriends be like, hey honey, want to go watch Star Wars? Yeah. It's, well, that's most of the conversation. It's literally I mean, most I, of I'm one of those guilty, like anytime I have a girl, I always try to get her to try video games. She would be not the whatever. Like, love them or hate them, the Twilight movies will age better than the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. Really? You're right. Probably. Yes. probably. Um, I've seen both. She's right. <laughs> I, I mean, at least they're they're at least in line with the book. Yeah. My, my little brother yeah. is the same Actually, way, Actually, I've read the books. They're, I've read at least the first two, if I'm if my memories right. As a straight man, you uh, read the Twilight books. 100% right. I like vampires. Fuck off. <laughs> I like vampires. Um, read Dracula the then. Don't read Twilight. Oh I've already <laughs> read Dracula. Read it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Twilight is for like 15 year old white girls. Just all oh, of like. you fuck right the hell off. And I, <laughs> all I want to say real quick on Star Wars is the casting. No matter what, anybody's all of the casting was fine. Daisy Redley could have been fine. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam Driver, dude, that guy's a fucking maniac. He's a great actor. Mm -hmm. uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, dude who played Finn. He's black. I don't remember his name. I apologize. John Boyega. Uh, John Boyega. <laughs> John Boyega. That's. A I mean, I, I, you guys dude, know more than I, I haven't watched them. 
the first trailer, I thought he was going to be Luke's apprentice. Like, okay, Luke's apprentice is a rogue uh, stormtrooper uh, uh, effective. Like mm -hmm. he, he abandons his post because he gets a calling of the force. It's Luke calling to him. And then, I mean, the, the fucking posters, it was all thin with the lightsaber. I'm like, all right, Luke's got a black Jedi apprentice. That's cool. I'm digging it. And no, 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 no. We just got girl Luke, but better, but not really. Uh, the entire cast was great and nothing, even a uh, fucking chick who plays Rose Tico. If she had not been put in a potato sack and actually gotten good lines and a good script could have been fine. Yeah. Everybody was good. It was the writing and the production that fucking failed everyone. Yep. That's all. No, I agree with that. Yeah. It's the writing that makes it bad. So yeah. horrible it, writing. And even in the first, in the first film, I think it, uh, Daisy really still managed to, to give, I mean, I don't know why Ray had so much, seemed to have to me at least so much more personality in the first film. And like, I don't know if it's just um, Daisy Ridley's youthful exuberance. Cause she wasn't really mainstream. Well, probably. Yeah. It's probably just, it, yeah, I mean, just changed. And and she made it charming. Of, she was actually pretty uh, cute. Oh no. Yeah. No, she's, she's I, and she no, looks I mean, like her personality was kind of cute. Like, Oh, green. I, like, oh, she, that's pretty funny. Looks just like uh, the girl that played uh, uh, the mom in the prequels. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nellie Portman. Oh, yeah. Nellie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is why yeah. the speculation that they were that she was like Luke's daughter or some bullshit like that. Um, so, again, it's like you casted somebody who looks just like Natalie Portman, but they're not related. She's actually <laughs> related to what the fuck are we even doing here? Um, no, no, she's definitely, uh, she's got a lot of charisma, but mm -hmm. you could tell like in the interviews, especially toward, uh, force awakens, she's just like, eh, you know, whatever. It's fucking, it, it's a star Wars. Hope you yeah. like it. I'm writing for it to be over. I mean, yeah, you I gotta imagine too, like she's going to see all the comments from everyone who hate it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Every time yep. he looks at it, and then, um, the I mean, actors, it's not it's not her fault. No, no, no. I, no, I put this at the foot know. of I put this at Kathleen Kennedy's fault for sure. So. I mean, the fact that they had Kathleen Kennedy had to say that uh, they didn't have any source material. Like, come on! <laughs> like, but we're gonna like, steal a new Jedi Order. We're gonna steal the decades, Thrawn trilogy. Decades. We're gonna steal. Oh, we're even gonna think, we're uh, even yeah. gonna try to steal fucking Knights of the Old Republic. Fuck Kathleen Kennedy. I, Best selling authors wrote some of these fucking books. Some of them are still <laughs> writing them too. And they don't yeah. have material. None. Oh, they're writing them. They're not as good. Timothy Zahn can go fuck himself with what he did for Ron. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> well, I will say this. I think um, when it, comes, when it came to her performance, I seen her in like a Switched at Birth, and I was like, this one was pretty attractive. The fact that she gets to be Skywalker or anything is, is crazy, right? I, whoever the acting... Because you know how when you have directors on movies, there's like, like different directors for different things, right? Whoever the acting director was for her, I don't know if they couldn't get anything out of her, but 
you know, usually in bad movies, there's still someone giving a good performance. I didn't feel like she gave any good performance in any of the movies she was in. I feel like she was bad in every are single about, one of them. Are you talking about Daisy? Yeah, Daisy I think Rip? she was. She sucked in every single yeah. one of them. Uh, I, I, here's my theory. I don't think she knew how to act with the green screen and everything because she looked oh. like she was about to laugh in almost every scene, even when she's supposed to be on the verge of. <laughs> she's a powerful whammon who don't need a man. I will say Rise of Skywalker, she had her moments. Like when she when she's uh staring down she had the Tony Stark moment, she was like, I'm all the Jedi. That was I love it. I love it. When, she, when she's staring down Kylo Ren, he's holding the map, the map thing. She's like, give it to me. And she's barely withholding this rage. I thought that was a good scene. And like whenever she was um don't you love Never the fake was... emotion you got out of when they pretended to kill Chewie? I just loved it. I love the shit you knew they were going to do. I knew they didn't have the balls to do it, but I was like, whoa, okay. It was like, no, they're not going to do that. But actually, her reaction was kind of convincing because it was like, it was like, you, it was, she was actually, that was actually, actually pretty convincing. I have a, I have a almost genuine, almost genuine response. Yeah. Cause she didn't, she didn't shout no. She's like, like that's what, what she would do. You think you think your friend is on the transport that you just destroyed because you could not keep yourself in check. Just Chewie, just the scream of sadness and agony and like horror and also grief. Like, it was actually good. She had her moments, but her she was her character was just so shit. It didn't matter. I, I don't think she knew the character very well. I don't think any of us, you know, no, really did. nobody knew the character very well. Nobody knew her character was. We didn't know. She didn't know. Izzy didn't know. Kathleen Kennedy didn't know. We're just going like, what the fuck? What is that? Same, is that the same as that Literally, famous thing I, I'm a cutie pie has? I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. Yeah. Well, I, I have this theory that the whole thing was like written by algorithm. You know? Proto AI. Proto AI. Yeah. We all get worked up with Star Wars here. I apologize. I mean. No, no worries. It just means a lot Fuck you. to us. It's metal. I mean, I isn't think Star Wars used to be the a generational thing. Like I learned it from my dad, and I fully intend to pass it down to my kids. Episodes one it's through just six. It's gonna be black. Yep. I am not. I am. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, episode one through six. Um. That I'm do. I will. I I will love them too much to show them seven, eight, and nine. Because I will love them too much to give them heroes that are just going to be completely cast down and cut down. Like like fucking assholes later on in life because that was devastating to me watching han solo die like that you know also crazy it completely... it's on this right now uh what People they do was before his death was worse making him the... yeah we've already talked about this no they yeah. before that when he's meant to be stupid why they already know he's mentally unstable why would he get in front of him it's meant i knew he was gonna kill him i was like he's gonna kill him he's mentally not there yeah, is that surprising? A, they, a mentally insane, a mentally insane yeah, person killed her dad. Son, but there was no emotional attachment there. No, like, hey, can't. hey, dad, that I've never seen him since I was like maybe five years old. What? Mm -hmm. What a shit fucking film. Like, yeah. a lot of people even try to find crumbs off the ground for some of these characters. It was Ray, Finn, yeah. and Poe, right? Poe was trash. That guy is. Oscar Isaac is great, but that act, that character stinks. Nothing but the I don't, I don't even really understand how he survived from Jakku to getting back no. to the the was the the resistance this time. Yeah, and That's the world building movie. was like w very incomplete. Mm -hmm. Don't you find it weird how people will because go like the plot, mm -hmm. the plot needs him to survive? That's it. 
That's I, actually I something that the videos mm-hmm. that I put in the private chat, they actually explain the world building, the the resistant that the resistance doesn't exist yet, the first order doesn't exist yet. They explain yeah. how that comes to be. And I cannot believe mm-hmm. that amateur writers can do this on YouTube and write something that I consider canon over something that actually has Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford cast in the films. I don't consider those canon. Mm-hmm. They don't exist as far as I consider. They're shitty. It's shitty slash fic. This I consider canon because it makes sense. It honors the characters. I want to throw my hat in the ring about something general. else too. I want to throw my hat in the ring and also go. People were a. Uh, I mean, it, it, the trilogy was so bad. I didn't mind this because it's fair. It's fair game. People were looking for crumbs for anything for Finn's character. People love the ideas <laughs> they could have did with Finn than what they actually did with him. He's not a good character. He sucks. Horrible. No. But all the all people did was just look for crumbs. I mean, if they if they could have did this, they would he would so much better. If they could have did well, this, if he did this, he's honestly, not a character either. He sucks too. It, they all suck. It, I mean, if someone had a passion for Star Wars in the first place, they would have done their best. They would probably known about the books, other stories that are already written that that could have been used instead of like doing the uh uh this la this Disney trilogy or whatever. Um. That's why I think uh, amateurs can write a better story than them because we actually have passion for this series. Yep. Or what was that dude that did? You know when to properly tokenize black people, right? (laughs) Honestly, if if they had loosely adapted the Jason (laughs) story with Daisy Ridley as Jana and uh, Adam Driver as Jason, and then Mm. our new like our point of view being Finn being Luke's new apprentice. And like I said, loosely adapt the books mm-hmm. and seeing him being trained by the three of them that could have worked <laughs> or like, okay. Like an example of how well Star Wars was like, you got action figures of Star Wars characters that were never in the movies, just in the books and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And that you can go buy just like any other and collect. Um, I used to have a bunch of them. Like, I, I don't remember. I didn't read any of the books. But yeah, like, um, we don't get that with any of these new ones. No. Like, they should have adapted Shadows of the Empire. Okay. That interesting. I, I, I want to fucking pull between just everybody here. Do you think there's any saving Star Wars? Because no. I don't. No. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. I think it's I think it's a completely dead franchise. I think that... The only... Apath- yeah. I agree. The only way it could be saved is um, the, a whole new director, someone that like actually has a passion for him. Like Taika Waititi. The, uh, the Disney, if they pretend the Disney ones never happened at all and just started fresh from there and base everything on established lore in the series. So like, like maybe 400 years in the future where all you see of Luke Skywalker is a fucking uh, statue in his honor at a Jedi temple. And then a whole new story after that. Well, there's a whole story in the comic books that has like, it's like a second galactic civil war that has two separate, that has like a Sith empire and the Alliance fighting. That would have been cool. That's 400, but it still has a descendant of Luke Skywalker. We don't know exactly who his parents are or what yeah you know you know i'm talking about like the dark empire trilogy or something like that um that would be interesting if they did that but they would have to they would have to treat the sequel trilogy as like this elseworlds continuity they could not 
base anything off of that because as far as they're concerned, Luke Skywalker is a is a deadbeat hermit who died like a little bitch on a salt planet. That's totally not oh, hot, by the way. He can't be saved at all. The main character, the actor, isn't even playing the character anymore. Like, yeah, that, I think that, they would need to if they did want to do this properly. They need to they would need to recast all three characters, which I don't yeah. see how they could do. Yeah, Grand no, Commander, just, just get rid of that. Uh, yeah. Just get rid of this. Like uh, pretend that stuff just never happened. It was just. Like on a different Earth, or those were in, and just make your uh, they'd have to Halloween it, like just not even reference it at all. Yeah, like I don't know. I would just do it in episode ten, toward the end of it. Maybe a character says something. They did this in Superman Lois too at the end of season two, where the guy went to Superman. He was like, "You're the only Superman on this Earth." Because people thought it had some connection to like the Arrowverse. Could do it like that. The character walked into it, we're like, "You're the only Skywalker on this Earth." Yeah. I mean, but then again, uh, what you, know, you say, we I don't think you can't fix it. I would say, well, what's interesting if, is if, that they, if actually... they had the balls, if, if they had the balls, you have a new character that had a dream of like you do a they're, Dallas, they like you, you show <laughs> have a terrible dream, yeah, oh like they wake up from the terrible dream. Show, show a vision of Daisy really having sex with a black man or a Finn, have her getting BBC'd out and be like, wait, well, Wally, that has to be a dream because that, that can't happen. A white girl like her getting with a black guy like him, but that, that's not that can't happen. Or like, that can't you had, be a real movie. You had a character just wake up from a coma or something, or like <laughs> just, oh man. Mara, like, Mara Jade reaches over to Luke. What happened? Oh, I just had this horrible <laughs> dream. You weren't even in the movie. You weren't even in my next adventure. And all these other people, I had no idea who the hell they <laughs> were. Watch my sister die like Oh my god! Really? <laughs> or, or like you, you wake up like uh, like or it could be like, just do a parody of Star Wars where it's someone in our world they just wake up from a like a coma, and well, like man, I had a dream that Disney took over Star Wars and just make it a whole comedy. <laughs> here's the thing, here's the thing they've paved the way to reboot everything with the World Beyond Worlds or whatever it's called yeah. with the so- but old Dave Filoni won't do is make Ahsoka make her the best. It'll just make her, be make her lame and gay. Yeah, she will be the face of Star Wars. Which I have zero problem with Rosario Dawson. I think she actually did a really good job as Ahsoka in The Mandalorian. I have not watched the Ahsoka series because oh, she's terrible in the series. But like I said, like I, I, it would take someone <laughs> with some balls just to have like. Dude, they uh, hired they, Lizzo. No, like, what if, back from that? what if it was a movie about a fan of Star Wars that was in a coma and, like, had this nightmare of what of these series and wakes up from the coma and he's living in a world of, like, everyone doesn't talk about Star Wars anymore, just hates it or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and just make it a comedy movie. Like, uh, it's, and, like, yeah. it was self-aware. And like I would go, I would go see that if like someone Disney just it's almost like, like that movie about the movie. Beatles where the Indian kid wrote all the Beatles songs. Because oh yeah, that was a weird movie, yeah. dude. I'm not kidding. Literally, that was weird. Have, have it a have it a world where it's just Finn Ray just lives on a planet full of black people. It's like Planet of the Apes 2.0 or some shit. Call that your Star or Wars. Like, call, it, call it call it Monkey Wars. Call it that. No or. Like you can like do a play of the Apes movie like that. You can even do like some of the same actors. Like it's John Boyega just waking up from a coma, and then like he he's runs white into, now. Race swap him. He, he runs into the real life. Uh, I don't know Daisy Ripley or whatever. What's her name? 
Who's the Rid- uh, Ridley? Daisy Are, Ridley. You're almost describing Galaxy Quest, but with the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just why not? Like, uh, even Teen you Titans must save us, man. Your jokes bring peace to the galaxy. Yeah, or like um, and they zoom out. It's just a bunch of kids playing D and D. Yeah, or like um, I mean, even Teen Titans go to the movies. They made jokes about all the DC movies that came out. Like when they started talking the Green Lantern, and like, oh, we just don't talk about the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> you were like five years old. You know that that Teen Titans go to the movie is a like That's one a- of my favorite movies of all time. That shit is hilarious. We're. You sound like the dude who was in the fucking uh, movie theater when Hotel Transylvania first came out. He's like, yeah, this is so good. Oh, but no, but, but, no, but a bunch of kids just comes out of that fucking room and shit. Uh, like- I don't care what anyone says. I'll vouch for Teen Titans Go. It's a great movie. At the hill you're dying on tonight? Seen it. Not oh, like... If you, if you- <laughs> If they actually brought back the the TV show for it, the, well, the early ops one, that's it, why that we need get to watch Teen Titans Go because they make references all the time to the regular show of how much it's better. They're so self aware in that show; <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, there's like they got so many episodes. It's like, man, my old uh my old team was so much better than you. That was Robin was saying. You're like, what's your <laughs> old team? And they show clips of the original Teen Titans doing stuff. And like he, he turns on a TV channel, it's like, oh wow, they are better than us. Who are those guys? <laughs> and like, you gotta watch it. That show's hilarious. Do y'all do y'all remember the uh, the show The Batman? Oh, great! I, I didn't I watch that. it. Wasn't it good? It it wasn't. Really? It was like the, the kind of like direct sequel or con or continuation it, of the animated series. It was surprisingly good. It's not a, no, it's it's, its own entity. It's yeah, like I mean, a, it's its own thing, but it's it's the one that came after it, is what I meant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the animated series. Where is, is, that's when, like, Joker stopped having, like, the red lips or something like that. Yeah, it's got, like, green dreads. Uh, I don't know. It worked. Joker, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. Batman Beyond with the green dreads. That's, like, a different Joker. Uh, no. no. 100%. Oh, for real? In the background, I yeah. know. <laughs> no, Wait, it was cool. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Uh... Yeah, uh, no, uh, the only Joker that was ever shown in Batman Beyond was the Mark Hamill resurrected in the body of Tim Drake, voiced by Mark Hamill, and there was the Joker gang, which one of them did have dreadlocks. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what they modeled the Joker for the Batman after. They just made him a lot more fucking big. He's like roll mm-hmm. ripped and shit. It's a much more dark, intimidating Joker. Yeah, he's um, very. Athletic. Probably haven't seen almost that one. Like, like yeah, so he's almost like one. walks like an ape. Almost his li- his limbs are very, very his yeah. arms are very long, and he's very, very athletic, very lithe, yeah. and very. All of the villains in that series uh, are metahumans, so they all have a form of mutation. Okay. Uh, Forgot about that. So Batman's basically a uh, an anti. <laughs> an anti mute. Uh, oh, but sorry about that. Show. I was getting stuff done. Okay. But I don't like any of you guys, really. I don't know. I'll just say to your question now, nah, just move on to different franchises. This shit is trash. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just reading the comic books. 
the, but that's the thing. Comic books are stuck in this death spiral. They can't go past anything, and they're only in mm -hmm. this like confined space. How can that ever advance storytelling? Remember, Star Wars always kind of always was screwed from a concept alone because you can't advance anywhere. You can't really go anywhere past a certain point, and it always ends up at this point. So you just well, I think the oh. beauty of Star Wars is though I, I disagree because the beauty of Star Wars is like there's also Wait, hold on, whoa, whoa, you disagree? Universe. Yes. <laughs> so, why don't you kick him out instead of yourself? That's a hate crime. It, it's a normal. He's wanting to make me host, I guess. <laughs> no, like, uh, okay, like, remember the game series Star Wars Rogue One? Mm -hmm. Um, like, there's or like, um, uh, what's that movie with just the Ewoks? Like, there's so many things you could do without oh, yeah. just having Jedi. <laughs> I mean, what I mean, we're fuck? doing it with the Mandalorian stuff. Oh, I mean, like Knights of the Old Knights of the Old Republic. I you have an entire, you have Knights yeah. of the Old Republic one and two. You don't have to play as a Jedi. The, the very first one, you don't like, you don't have to, I mean, you kind of don't, well, you, you can choose, but also uh, the Old Republic, you don't have to be a Jedi either. Like the whole MMO that was really popular. And um, like the Rogue Squadron games are great. The the novels were really good too. It's like Top Gun and Top Gun in Space, which is kind of what I really wanted. Uh, I was really looking forward to the Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins, and that's not happening. But it was weird. It's like they actually uh, accidentally low-key recast the original three for the, the original three for the sequel trilogy because there was an abandoned uh, sequence where they had like a Luke Skywalker stand-in fighting Vader that was part of Rey's vision whenever she touched the lightsaber. They also recast Alden Ehrenreich. They had Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. They also had that one that one chick at the end of Rogue One that they made Leia Skinwalker on that was really weird. So they kind of low-key recast them all. And actually, Screen Rant did an article uh, kind of around that time being like, guys, they accidentally redid this. Disney could just recast the whole trilogy and do some adventures then. Oh no, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Which would be exactly, that's exactly what everybody would say. Is. But I'm saying they low-key did it accidentally. I think those were, that, that was maybe their plan, but everything fell so hard if they shit the bed so badly i don't think i think they abandoned those, those but like immediately. star wars universe like you don't have to do member berries like there's so mm -hmm. many things you can just like add in uh just come up with where like maybe there's an illegal uh uh pod racing street gang or some shit i don't know fast and furious who knows yes. i'd be okay with that i would be okay with that star wars so yeah. easy well just bounty, almost... bounty hunter uh Mandalorian. Um no, no, no a real bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. Mandalorian's not he's a babysitter. <laughs> well they're talking stop. about rebooting the office. Maybe they can have something in like oh, the Senate. Fuck, I forgot about that. Oh god, fuck oh, my in ass. The Death Star. Office, but in the Death Star. <laughs> or like okay, the, the bar the bar where Han Solo uh shoots, everyone questions and shoots first or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can make that a whole question. You can just make a whole bar series about this bar with like bounty hunters and stuff just comes in. You got this band Norm. there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just fuck it. like yeah, just why not? You can do so the, the unit that the Star Wars universe is that's what's so great about it. It's so vast that you could like you just make side stories for days of just mm -hmm. random shit that just happens that has nothing to do with the member berries. The thing is, they already did. They had Tales from the Cantina series. They also have Tales from the Bounty Hunter. Like, they did this, so it could be done. 
Sorry, Aaron, I didn't interrupt. I got to disagree with MSK a little bit. I'm sorry. Don't kick yourself out because that's cringe. Um, What I'm going to say. Life is good, but it can be better. (laughs) Awesome. That's awesome. That totally fit. Anyway, uh, there is so much pre-story because we had so much mystery in the original trilogy. Like uh, Red was saying, we don't know where the Jedi came from and everything that led up to that. We got that in uh, Knights of the Old Republic and so on. There's so much of the, the novelization that's been done after. There's a whole slew of content. They just aren't willing to to use the good stuff. They just want to make their own, and it's bad. Well, it comes off almost like a parody in itself because Disney's not the writer. Disney's the owner. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see Christopher Nolan. Well, like, none of us are the writers either, but, like, we can, like, still, like, come up with concepts or something that could be worked with. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I mean, I know, but, I mean, like, we're much better, obviously. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, no, I I actually I actually did a re after the Obi Wan Kenobi show pissed me off so much. I did a whole I did a whole story treatment of an actual what an Obi Wan Kenobi show would look like, and I'm actually pretty proud of it. I just said it. Like, I said it to my brother. He's like, "This is amazing." So I just did it on my spare time because I was so pissed well, off. About it, how it's not just by Disney's in charge; they're putting like ideologues in charge. Well, I mean, and that's the point is that they're a studio run company that uh, they're they don't take a lot of risks. They don't understand what made their company good. So they have to go back to the member berries and they have to replace the good stuff with the new stuff. I uh, saw that, um, I guess, in the, the Asha film that they did with Wish, they made her the, the fairy godmother, uh, you know, at the end. Kill and I'm now, like, please. OK, spoilers. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it's a it's like a post. Are we ever watching this movie though? Then again, no, one I didn't watch the movie. No one's gonna movie. watch Wish. No, I don't think any of us were climbing around going, "Man, gotta watch Wish right now." The original concept sounded interesting. It's the origin story of the song "When You Wish Upon a Star," but then they didn't mm-hmm. do that. There, it's like generic brown girl with generic Spanish-sounding words and syllables in the Mediterranean. But only the Spanish side, apparently, because the Mediterranean is a long sea. It exists a lot. It has a lot of Greek territory, though. But no, we're only gonna. Hey, hey, hey let's, let's just cut out any uh, Caucasian persuasion. Indeed, indeed. Forget it. Fuck Italy, right? But yeah, it's just generic brown girl with generic brown girl sounds, like generic brown girl sounding names. Like it's it's bastardized Spanish, overthrowing a, overthrowing a bad guy king who ended up being right the whole time that keeps happening. The villains are the actual heroes and the heroes are too stupid. And the heroes are too stupid to make better choices than the not be villains. Oh, well, and it's, I just, like I said, I don't think a lot of people today understand what a hero is. No, I don't, I don't you know, on the fun. Yeah, like, oh, he's a hero, but is he kind of a hero? It's like, you know, so, some concepts that can work, but it can't be like uh, it's one of those things where if you do it once, it's kind of cool. But if you, everyone starts adopting that, it, it becomes less cool. And then now yeah, you're at the like, point where, like yeah, with antiheroes, right? Where it's yeah. like, okay, everyone has to be the cool thing about uh, what we have antiheroes. You like you got this whole slew of just regular superheroes, like I don't kill mm-hmm. or nothing. And you yeah. got like, um, just you know, you could like we'll say Deadpool. Sometimes he's a hero, sometimes he's not. Uh, but like he's just one off 
compared to the hundreds of other heroes that are out there mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's just kind of doing his own thing or whatever. It's not um uh, it's not about saving people or whatever. He's just whatever's good to him or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's definitely D and D, he's a chaotic neutral with yeah. a yeah. With an extremely like a fucking max point moral compass, or like point, okay, for instance, the Punisher, right? His moral compass to the point of causing complete chaos. Or like, what makes the Punisher so cool is like you get all these superheroes that are like, oh well, we're gonna try to save the villain and all this type of stuff, and you got this guy is like, well, fuck all that bullshit, and yeah. then like he, he's no powers, using guns and shit. And like, but he's he's like a dime out of the dozen or whatever, pretty much, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that's what makes anti heroes cool. But like, if everyone's an anti heroes, it just cheapens them. Yeah, the yeah, perfect it, example it, is there is 2012 Avengers. Sorry, Aaron, go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I'll go first. Sorry, yeah. uh, what I was gonna say is I'm completely sick of the deconstruction of the actual hero like the yeah the reverse superman like oh he's superman everybody loves him but he turns out he's evil oh okay how many times we got you know we've seen this uh what i'll never get tired of is the the villain uh turned hero on that hero's journey in that redemption arc that's Mm -hmm. always a good story to me seeing somebody like realize the error in their ways and put themselves before others after being a complete piece of shit before then. That's always <laughs> a very interesting and compelling story to me. Um, I think that's all I had. Sure. Try. Yeah. Cause like, oh, no, I was just, um, people like, can... that stuff doesn't even work in anime. Like the, the, that trope, when you try to make a villain good, it, people like with comic books, they try to make them fully good. <laughs> A new human being. It's like you no, know, no. What what anime does that I like is no. This person is still a bad guy, but just by circumstance, he's not like kind kind. He's only really they being grow, because of the yeah. Like Frieza in Dragon Ball Super, he's not really no no. Frieza is a bad example. You're gonna talk about is if you're gonna use Dragon Ball, that's Vegeta, uh, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, you got EA. Uh, no, 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 no. I was talking about like um, when they're fighting Jiren, he's still a bad guy. He's only really a good guy by circumstance. He's not even really good. He's more like he's. Goku's gonna get him his life back. And he's still a bad guy after. He's still killing people. You know, like he never became not a bad guy. Well, what comic books do is they make them a fully good person. It's like, don't, isn't that just a new character at that point? Doesn't that just kind of ruin whatever he stood for? It's like, about the really trusted and, character that was mur- murdering people for years on end. It depends uh, on the character. I agree with you 100%. It depends on the character. A bad example of exactly what you're talking about is Harley Quinn. She's a sociopathic, uh, 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 codependent, uh, loser that's just attached to this other fucking sociopathic codependent loser. And they try to turn her into a heroic, uh, feminist icon when she's not that she, if you go back, she is a heroic feminist icon, but it's probably in the evil sense. (laughs) Yeah. Like basically they turn her to, I don't need no man. Keep her in the evil sense. That's fine. But trying to make her like Deadpool or even make her a heroic character. Now in certain stories, it has worked, but 
for the most part, what they're trying to do, just make it like, oh, she's totally fine. She's part of the Justice League now in the main canon. Doesn't. <laughs> well, the they other thing, that? too, they, they made her to like the I don't need Man. no man type of uh, person now. They are very like, OK, she no that. longer needs the Joker. I just that's what I can't stand. Like Joker and her is like the abusive relationship or whatever. Yeah, that's that's exactly dude, I, there. Dude, I love Injustice, but the thing that I hated about it was just the Hardy Quinn aspect where like she's going to be a part of the good guys, even though she clearly was with the Joker when 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 he <clears throat> did what he did to Lois. It's like. I'm just saying, like, that's that's pretty fucked. Uh, like, the best heroic depiction of Harley Quinn was in Deceased with the, the zombie thing, because that she name is was so, that name's too on the nose, man. Given how the company's going now. <laughs> oh God. Well, no, because her whole, uh, everybody's, you know, dying and becoming zombies. Yeah. And she was, uh, wrangling in, uh, uh, Damien and John Kent. And that was actually very heartwarming. They actually did that really well. That was the only part of the series that I actually gravitated towards was that storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if it's done right, where it's like, okay, maybe there's a threat that like, uh, maybe like a, an evil villain doesn't want to die themselves pretty much, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. if there's like some outside force of Earth or something that's trying to like destroy the Earth, well, maybe, uh, well, even though I do all this villainy stuff, I don't want the Earth to be destroyed because I live here. Like so Luther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. So you, he's one of those famous characters. Yeah, so like you got to like help out or whatever. Uh, the example I'm thinking of is Megamind. So, oh, yeah. I love that movie. Okay, get out of uh, what's the other one that they did just almost exactly like it? Pickle on me. There was another movie that could just work too. with the villain. Oh, it uh, what it, Pickle on me? Yes. Yeah, Despicable Me. That's what I said. Oh, okay, I haven't actually next- seen that one. I hate all of you guys. Um, no, I mean, I hate you. See, Eggman can work as Eggman functions like that in various Sonic media. Where there's a, if there's a bigger villain, you won't actually be going after Sonic in that moment. But that's still a bad guy. Like that's how you have to draw a scene. That's how you have to set up character dynamic. The where you, the reader or watcher, know that's still someone you shouldn't trust. That's the type of storytelling is missing now. <laughs> that level of keeping yourself on your feet, keeping yourself on your toes, is missing now. You know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, I'll give you a little real life example. Okay, so like, we'll take San Francisco, right? All them people robbing still in stores, breaking the cars and stuff. Uh, you know, they're bad people, right? But if, say, China or something tries to invade the United States or whatever, I'm sure none of those people there are going to be like on China side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they still want to keep doing uh, the stuff that they're doing, but there's some overlying force that needs to be stopped. Did you not. see how many communist <laughs> flags are flying greeting Xi Jinping <laughs> like, oh, not a few weeks ago? No, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Point to vagabonds, yeah. you see how many fucking there were rednecks and fucking gangsters out there pulling that shit down. Like, that's uh-uh. true. Yeah. Or like, they um, excited. It was beautiful. But even if there were people siding with China, people siding with that would make it an interesting story. Like why? Like exploring why you why these people would side with China over or like 
okay, like right now, it's happening in Chicago, right? So you got Chicago's over uh, lying leftists or whatever, right? And then, uh, but now you got you people that are not from the United States at all and just being bused there or whatever, and they're accommodating these people. And I'm sorry to turn things political or whatever. <laughs> but, hey guys, I have to go walk the dogs. It was nice meeting you, by the way. <laughs> oh yes, hopefully we'll get to chat again soon. For sure. Have a good night, guys. All right, night. But like you know, you got uh, so like in Chicago right now, you got uh the locals who are normally for all the like the left leaning uh side of things, right? They're now like, okay, we need to stop this one threat to our yeah. city. Even though the city's already been in threats already, it's been in threats for <laughs> quite a long time. Yeah, no, it's um, that's the stuff I want to see more in storytelling. You know, that stuff that you know, as the viewer and as the reader, you got to keep yourself in the mindset of like, could this happen at any moment? It's a thing that makes horror movies as well as they're made put together. Like the best ones come at a time where you know everything's kind of calm and cool, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't think that guy was actually gonna change. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, he's been a bad guy this whole time. Things like that, you know. But now we gotta, you know, it's all about pronouns now. What is the preferred pronouns when you're talking? Because that's obviously what you should be worried about when someone's wielding a knife in front of you. Oh, I think I used to teach English, you know, and I, I've told people this before. If you told me even 10 years ago, people would be obsessed with grammar. I would be really happy. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, no. Oh, not like we've, that. We've, we've moved from grammar Nazism to grammar communism. And it's like, oh, great. <laughs> I, I mean, communism and Nazism are pretty <laughs> much the same thing. Yeah, I, I, no guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully storytelling can improve because given how most people are like, you know what, I'm just going to go to a buttfuck nobody for entertainment. That That's what's always crazy. Most people from the, the comic industry, they're like, you know what, I'm going to start talking. I'm going to go buy someone's buttfuck nobody book because that's going to entertain me more than a corporation with millions upon millions of dollars, actually, who could honestly provide you endless type of content. I mean, it's oh, happening now. Um, <laughs> or even before that. Right now. <laughs> and, and you guys seen Kung Fury? No. I love that movie. Are you kidding me? That yeah, movie's I'm amazing. You guys can watch Kung Fury on uh, YouTube for free. It's a... Um, it's, it was a Kickstarter movie, and oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, it could be done. It's like there's the people want to be entertained, so it's like we'll find it in other mediums or other ventures. It's just it takes time for people to make that stuff. Um, yeah. find the good. Not everyone's going to be a good creator at this stuff, so there might be some bunk ones. But all you could do is just buy and see or whatever you know one person makes a bad product there might be someone else that makes a good product it's just now we're just turned into alternative mediums and stuff i mean look at tv we're all on, watching stuff on youtube more than people actually pay for cable or whatever yeah yeah well for what it's worth i am a novelist and i i have a comic book that i wrote so oh yeah. nice yeah. yep <laughs> i'll send you a copy if that's you want to review it right yeah i'd love to yeah, I've share the link on the. Um, no, that's actually what got um, MKS's or MSK's attention here. So, I was like, well, well, white, a yeah, white I'd lady love, love reading a, writing a comic book. We need more. We it's not diverse <laughs> enough. We need more of this now. We need to be inclusive. <laughs> You're sure. not inclusive enough. <laughs> yeah. 
those are something I'm going to start doing. Uh, just going to a random comic book shop on a Friday night and do and just like blind find something to find something to read, pick it up, be like, okay, what is this, and then go through it. That's something because you doing. know. Besides, like the uh, old, like the older books of Gideon, like there's comics and stuff from like of stuff that we probably never heard of that's not from the big two or whatever mm-hmm. that yeah. you know you could easily just try out or whatever. Well, yeah. and um, like I, I will say, like older stuff tends to be better just because people who wrote back then understood things. Like I look at Star yeah. Trek. Uh, Star Trek is actually a perfect example of this, where you had the 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 men who like acted and wrote the the stuff like Gene Roddenberry. He was from the military. He had a military background. Mm-hmm. He understood like you don't question your superiors. <laughs> and um chain of like, command would make allowances for, for for like if there was something that had to be done that was uh, like not the usual thing there had to be a reason for it so oh my God. uh today it's just Sorry. yeah from like past to current day where they don't question the superiors even just the next generation versus the new shit it's like it's they are constantly lecturing their superiors they're just like Okay, you're right. Well, and, not outright, if not outright insubordination, like that one clip from Tignataro from just the first, the first, uh, I think it's the first episode with the, um, with uh, Captain Pike. She's like, "Get off my ass, sir!" Like he would have been like <laughs> security, it, security, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, uh, restrain that woman, put her in the brig. I'm gonna like we're gonna have hey, we're gonna have try that, try that shit on Picard circa 1996. No, no he would have been like, I beg your pardon. This is why you go and buy back issues now. That's why when I go back out to some of the shops that I'm gonna hopefully go out to when I get James to when we make a trip out there to do it, get buying a bunch of back issues is probably the best thing. Now, people said industry might suck, that's true, but they they did at one point produce a lot of good stuff we could eventually go over ourselves. Well, that's well I'm saying well, if, if, if we want to keep market, getting entertained. I yeah, think this true. is where the Iron Age comes in, right? So the Iron, Iron Age of movies, Iron Age of books, comics, uh, whatever. Iron Age of porn movies. Of... I don't so know about that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought unless you guys were fun. I mean, unless you're calling OnlyFans the Iron Age or whatever. They want to turn you trans and gay. Okay. Oh, Lord. Why don't you share her link to her? Yeah. Now, why would a black person help a white person out? I thought CNN said they were evil and racist. We can all be equally. I thought you were a good content creator. Just Have you seen it. my Twitter feed? I am not kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull up the link if you want. Um, I'll do it right now. Yeah, okay. I actually picked up another link too. Uh, I posted it in the group chat, but uh, I have a book called "Good Writing Is Like Good Sex," and it's uh, basically like why everything is bad writing is just bad. You know, so some people here might want to read that. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad at sex, so would that book improve my sex life? No guarantees. Okay, or my money back. I just assume it's user error at that point. <laughs> oh, good lord! Damn it, bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will I mean, say this: like women, I will say this. Okay, like if you up your yes. romance game, that'll help with uh, the relationship. Women are more oh, about relationships. Okay, if you though. like, women prioritize the relationship over sex. Men prioritize or tend to prioritize sex over relationships. So, and we lost. I scare them off. 
Well, I mean, I think for men, the sex is just the bonus. Yeah, but it's not the totality of it. So, either, you know. Yeah, because I'm around women because I want to speak to them and talk to them and interact with women for their personalities. Yeah. That's, that's what I have to but say. If you marry one and you procreate <laughs> with one, you want that child that's, to be capable of hey, expressing lady, the good things. Lady, that requires doing gross stuff with women to have that. You know, that requires stuff being put inside of them for that to happen. Well, you should be married first. You. Never mind. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> like you know, sex sounds awesome in theory, but when you gotta touch a woman, you gotta you know put your stuff in them. It, it's a lot more work than what they oh, say. Man, share the link. You degenerate. <laughs> oh you fuck! No, it's okay. I uh, you have to I have a couple them. links where you can get the digital download. I'm trying to move my store at the there moment. Okay, there it is. Yep. So I'm gonna make it bigger so like, my wife would like that too. Uh. I'll go down. It's under the comic section. Go down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are okay. There it is. Floppy copy. Discord. Yeah. That's you. Yes. Oh, I was gonna back that. Okay, oh, great. My God, <laughs> you can Damn. get me. I was actually really excited about that. Awesome. Thank you for reminding me. Oh no! Oh, really? yeah, I was getting that. Oh my! No, I, was, I, I usually was avoid actually... Atlanta like the plague. I don't. <laughs> Oh, funny. Funny. I saw I saw this on uh, Bounty Any Comics. I was like, oh my I, god, I gotta back that. That sounds awesome. And now I, I oh yeah yeah, Spencer's my friend. So oh fuck <laughs> yeah. Okay, well it's nice to meet you. That's uh, that's so cool. Okay, get, yeah, yeah definitely post the link in the, uh, the the power uh, set. Chat, sounds awesome. So I oh, okay. thank you. I, I can't see the um. Hold on, wait, Vagwell, you're gonna help a black, you're gonna help a white lady out. What <laughs> did I say I you mean, could do that? Without a uh, oh, white people, without a white woman, I wouldn't exist. I mean, literally. <laughs> you know, if Cleopatra was black, you know, God's just punishing black people for the Jews. And... No, like my dad's mom is white, so with that, literally, enough. without a white woman, I probably wouldn't exist. That is true. Oh, uh, that 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 in very dark territory. Uh, all right. Uh, I can go darker. <laughs> fuck! I try to give you a layup like LeBron James would do, but you, you just are like, I'm just gonna throw it. This shit it's hard to go lower than LeBron James. So Can you do a layup <laughs> ever? <laughs> that was a basketball rep. If you don't play basketball, no one's gonna get that rep that reference at all. No, um, I got the layup, reference. Layup, yeah, yeah, so. huh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, the white people here got it. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Well, I mean, part, of, part of my charm, though, is that I was telling you, you were laughing at this when I was telling you that I wrote it because I thought as the whitest white girl ever, I could write a better black character than the, the Miles Morales. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> no, I think I did a pretty good job. Nothing like probably right, black actually. Black men bring white people together. That's just, that's true. All right. The, so the difference between is, is this character actually has individual identity. Miles Morales does not. Miles Morales I is Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Yeah, so. had a lot of lot of potential, but like, just, just they're just trying to replace him, make him a new Spider-Man. Like, that's not going to work. Just derivative character. Yep. Yeah, Very if you don't character. like comics and you prefer to read books, this is my light novel, not light novelization. Well, you have a novel. lot of them, apparently. Damn. Yes, I'm a novelist. So oh, the no. most consistent, constructive feedback I've gotten on the comic is it's too wordy, and it's like you know I'm down from a novelist. You know that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle heart of for next comic issue, but um, still, I I write a lot. So cool. I mean, I'm in the middle of From Hell for the second time, and that is a very wordy comic. So I'm I'm not afraid of that. 
I'm gonna ask, what's the I, when I when I started like looking here? into writing a comic book because you know when you say something on social media, I feel like you should back it up. <laughs> you know, it's like um, I, I started reading like the older books, so and I think just, you know I I tried to stay away from uh, the newer ones that are politicized so badly. Like I've seen a lot okay. of wordy ones that are like, you should respect you my really identity and my pronouns. So which yeah. one is the right one to buy? Oh, oh the, and all. So this is, is this the light the right novel. One? So this is that's a novelization of it. So okay. So the ones. The, so this, this is the right one. Yes, that's the electronic copy, and then I have uh, the floppy copy too, if you want. So that's this one, right? Yeah. Yep. I like I like holding stuff on my hand. Yeah, I like. I like <laughs> uh, I'm gonna jerk off with it. He said that's my well, just like, for me. Like anytime I got like a <laughs> digital book or something, I'm less likely to read it. I understand that. Yeah, same. So, um, no one thing I like about my shop is that I can put the physical copies in now. So, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got issue two in the works, and um, I'm I'm scripting out three, four, five. Three, All right. Four. So, is this some sort of Shit, like yes. a print on demand kind of thing, or do you have just like extra copies lying around that you could just ship immediately? Um. So I had to choose between a couple of printers. And um, mm -hmm. the one that I like best is the the one that I liked best ended up being um, it's I have to order it myself and keep them on hand myself. So, you know, world's not perfect. What can I say? <laughs> uh, it did come out better quality than than um, like I have a novel. Like I do different things for my novels for print on demand stuff, and uh, like if I have a special edition or whatever, and uh, it just didn't work as well because it's a comic book. You know, it's different paper and. Mm -hmm. shininess and everything you know so i was a bit of a shift going from the reason that i put the novelization out actually is because i have most of my fans are book readers and they're they weren't as excited for the comic book <laughs> <laughs> um thankfully you know i still got a good core base that you know i had some people give me money with they didn't even want the book. I'm like, oh, thank oh, you. Cool. Well, well, that's just always cool too. Yeah. Hey, that's thank awesome. you for your free money. <laughs> I'm very grateful. My 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 book family knows that well. You know, um, one of the things I talk about with my husband. My husband works in a very high demanding career where he saves a lot of lives and stuff. Mm. And okay. like actually, you know, like he goes to the hospital every day and saves people's lives. And it's like, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna stay home and kill imaginary people, but um, <laughs> hell know, yeah, he's the cupcake and I'm the icing on the cupcake. So hopefully, I will make your life a little sweeter. So that's a rider line if I ever heard one. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get it right now when it processes my when it checks out my phone number. So yeah, just, that's okay. Letting the time uh, yeah, go. Uh, but so, uh, thank you yeah, if I don't get the book, uh, you grifter, swindling, misogynistic homophobe, then I will burn you on social media. Oh, well, I'm a woman, so witch burning might get back into fashion here any day now. <laughs> Touche. A witch! She looks like just, one. You, you might just start a trend. <laughs> I might make you famous yet, sir. <laughs> All more right. famous i guess that might get your twitch twitch account stream up you know 
Okay, I just put my order in right now. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Right. I hope you like the book. For um, like I said, yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure I put it in the nine ninety nine for a physical. Yeah, I, I just can't do digital comic books. That's yeah, okay. It's not my. There you um, go. I proved right there. There you go. Paid. Oh, right, there you thank go. you. Good. Everybody's everybody's seen the proof. Yes. I've already seen the proof. People are like, he doesn't support anybody else but this person. It's like, yeah, I don't just brag about. You know, it's crazy. I told you I did this a few days ago. I took my cans and I just gave them to a homeless guy right next to me. I was recycling them and I was like, this guy probably needs them more than me. I didn't film it. I didn't do anything. I just gave. You know them. what you need to do? You need to put a long box on your wall or something. But I like my wall. It's just bare and empty. Oh, you could be talking about my wall too, frankly. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just yeah, why don't you go after the woman? Why are you guys going after the person of color? Mm. I mean, she ha she has a, a, a little, curtains. Uh, yeah, she has <laughs> curtains right there. I have curtains too. I've got the Argonauts and Christmas decorations. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I um, I love Christmas, but I I don't like decorating for it very much. So. Yes, for anyone uh, right now who wants to get Mrs. Uh, C.S. Johnson's book, it's only $10, just like manga. Uh, go on, uh, check out her website and buy it. I just got it myself. Will I read it? Probably not. She is white, so I can't really support those kind of people. You know, I got to stay with my BLM, buy large mansion <laughs> kind, honestly, you know? Oh, well, it's just consider your token white girl author collection collectible, you know? Okay, I'll, I'll um, have that on her. Better you okay. than Brian Basaggio. Open. Mm. Brian. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna buy it right now. <laughs> hey man, I don't oh, mind if you're black as long as your money's green, right? <laughs> Another Green's very right the only line. color that matters. <laughs> One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. <laughs> I can do it too. Like uh, money well, should be green. Uh, I would say, like for what it's worth, I um. Like, I really do feel sorry for black people and how they're tokenized in culture. I feel bad for women, too, with the whole girl boss thing. It's like, we're not actually like that, all of us. So. Oh, mm, no, that's true. Uh, you can include uh, gay people in that, too. Mm -hmm. It's I know it's, some respectable gay yeah. people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, you can't have an interesting character that does not uh, fully revolve around the identity of race, the anything else yeah. other than that. We're well, talking about like as I've told people before, you can't really talk about things like with children. You know, like most people who disagree with me don't have children. You know, mm. you only get one chance in life to be innocent. You know, and um, the person who ruins it for you in any capacity, you know, there there is some responsibility that needs to be recognized for for that that loss so uh, my uh my favorite one of my favorite stories to kind of like illustrate this is like i accidentally told my nephew that santa claus wasn't real <laughs> he was he was nine years old and i was like are you still leaving santa cookies why didn't you you know find out by now <laughs> oh, you fucked him up you fucked him up bad <laughs> Nine? Oh well, he laughs about it now. Fortunately, <laughs> oh, but uh, no, we we had a rough Christmas. 
is, is this your brother or sister's kids? It's my husband's brother. So kids. So oh, in-law. Oh, that makes it even worse. Oh, my Oops. God. Oh, yeah. my. You're the one that ruined everything. Oh, they kind of understand it now. Make sure your kids taste the food first from now on. Well, I will I will say he's finally gotten to the age. It's like it's been 10 years, right? So he's he's like going to college and stuff. And he appreciates my humor a lot more. And I'm like, do you know why I always had to be quiet at the holidays? Because he's even said before, like, oh, you're really a lot funnier than I remember. And I'm like, I had to stay away from a lot of topics at the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after ruining Santa for you. So. Mm. <laughs> so. Let me tell you about the globalist cabal that wants to sexualize kids into mindless slaves. I've had that conversation with some children. Mm. That's a conversation <laughs> that should happen with children. Through my own, you know. I always think about the uh, Ron Swanson for, with the uh, the girl who's teaching her about the government. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So raising libertarians you, early. <laughs> you you said you shipped the things out, right? The books you said. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna DM you. I'm, I'm gonna send you my address right now because if there's the one that's on the email, that's not the right one. That's well, that's a work oh, one. Okay. Right? Yeah, all right. Uh, so because that is that yeah. would go somewhere, and that'll special, be in a, if you want a special, um, you gotta spit in it. That's too. a special, yes. Let me know to spit okay. in it. Shit, that'd no, be... no, no, not that kind. Oh, <laughs> fuck. God damn it. Bodily fluid adds to the, the weight of the package, and I have to pay per ounce. Okay, <laughs> could you get a hot hooker to shit in it? Uh, they might be arrested at that point. <laughs> I mean, at the post office, they do ask you if there's any biological materials <laughs> in there. <laughs> it also is the post office. They might just do it for free. You know, I'm on really good terms with people in my post office. <laughs> oh wait, you make it happen. You never. It's know. like going to a restaurant. They're the ones who they, they're the ones who you don't do. They don't spit in their food. <laughs> Yeah, oh, look, don't make don't a sign. Is there any envelopes. is any alcohol poison or any biological material in this box? Define alcohol. You Define know, your, your homeless Define... friend might be able to help you out with that. <laughs> oh Provide all three. Why would I have a homeless man shit in my book? Well, you gave him cans. That's a that was a black guy. That that's You're... already my good. Are you based out of Atlanta? Because I, I know uh a lot of people like writing about places they're at. I'm North Atlanta. Oh, okay. I, I live in Georgia too, but I, I decided I made sure I didn't go anywhere near Atlanta. <laughs> I don't like going into the city either. Yeah. Like I live in Macon, but I'm only okay. in Atlanta if I'm going to an event or pretty much a convention or I'm driving through it or the airport. Oh, so people, hey, uh support the uh smaller creators, you know, we have. You know, I've that's like three of the smaller creators' books I'm gonna end up buying. If I don't get this book, then I'm gonna deduct your pay and your salary and your sponsorship money. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> hey, hey, to be fair, that's why like, you know how things get worse now? Actors start talking. Like people will probably think like from a casual point of view, Samuel Jackson's a great guy. But when he starts speaking, you're just like, uh. You know, I guess Mark Hamill has literally let Trump ruin his entire brain. That was that video that Eric made a while ago. And I, <laughs> I, and I had to agree with what Eric said in that video because it was like when Trump became president or was campaigning to become president, 
something snapped in people to the point where they had to make sure that they told people they weren't about what he's standing for. Even though he was just telling people, hey, some of the people you guys have been listening to your entire lives are just full of shit. Like, well, I people, think, like, I, I don't know. I don't know well, man. back in the day, you just you never knew. Policies circa 1994. Uh, yeah. They were fine. <laughs> back yeah, then. Like, back in the day, we just didn't know people's politics. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. you didn't talk about it at thing, Thanksgiving. Honestly. You didn't talk about it at Christmas with your own talk family. About who Brad Pitt was fucking because he obviously he's super attractive. Obviously, you know he's got a real fat cock. You know. Yeah, but You're like, like even yeah. celebrities back in the day, like I mean, I'm sure there was a few of them that had bad opinions or whatever. But overall, well, Kim Kardashian's always had bad opinions. Social media affect her. She's well, always. I wasn't talking that new, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. No. Nah, well, well, like anytime I'm talking about back in the day, I'm usually 90s and older. So, <laughs> I I've subscribed to the theory that everybody has white woman politics, which is politics that benefit me. I'm not yep. talking about me personally. It's just these are my politics. These are the things that I benefit from. So, I am speaking on popular thing now. <laughs> I care about current thing. Do you care about I support current the current thing? <laughs> yeah. Don't ask questions. Just consume product and get excited. I mean, guys, the product will go on in Ukraine. My opinion can change as <laughs> current thing changes as well. What about that war in um Indiana Ukraine? Yeah. The war in East Asia or Oceania? But yeah, like we've always been at war with Oceania. Like I can't tell you what uh, Stan Lee's uh, uh, political opinion was on anything. Yep. I mean, though it's or out like, there. People, that, or, if you dig hard enough, it, it is there. But what, like, it wasn't like broadcast uh, world. Like so I can't yeah, tell like, you what... back in the day, we had that Mongo approach of like these were our creators. No one cared about their politics. We just kind of accepted their work, good or bad, whatever. Now it's the opposite. Now it's that's so bad. I, I wish we didn't have that approach. I, I think part of the reason that we have that approach, though, is because it's an indicator of what we value. Like, I mean, at heart, that's pol- politics or how what we value goes with what other people value. And if you don't fundamentally understand that, <laughs> you know, you, you have a very hard time getting along with other people. <laughs> and, and one thing that you have to notice is that one side is willing to separate the art from the artist while the other side is absolutely unwilling to mm-hmm. like if they find one shred of dissidence, then that artist, no matter how much they love their work and everything is done. And as far as our opinion, where the other side is like, ah, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit, but you know what? <laughs> a voice joker. I mean, come on. Batman, yeah. the series. <laughs> yeah. Skywalker, what? Yeah. <laughs> In me, oh, hey, Stephen King, right? Yeah, it's funny yeah. for that one because I actually think Mark people said, um, Luke's like, I'll say Luke Skywalker didn't deserve The Last Jedi, but Mark Hamill did. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, I mean, well, no, no. so he tried to get his, he tried to get his son's girlfriend to have an abortion, she didn't, yeah. she ended up having yeah. a girl. And I was like, this is like so perfect as in like this dramatic irony of where Luke Skywalker's legacy is destroyed by a girl and she doesn't really do anything. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I love the dramatic irony. I think, of it. I think it was Nerd Roddick who, who uh, uh, 
replied and got and ratioed the shit out of uh, Mark Hamill. He said something really cringe about, you know, Trump and Thanksgiving and, you know. Oh, well, yeah. He's like, so are you inviting your daughter? Or your <laughs> inviting your granddaughter? Oh, to uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and just, oh, ooh. man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Time. I, mean, I mean, I could I, separate I the wrong? artist. Yeah, I still yeah. like to go see Star Wars in theaters. So I mean, I could separate the artist from the um from the um the art or whatever. I just think right now the art just sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and no, part of what I mean it has is to be political. The, the people that are consumed with trending stuff and the topics of the day and the um the hot bush, the hot button issues and um you know the uh, the like I said, the, the the people that you vote for and the people that you have sex with. Um, I mean, those aren't going to be good stories because that's all they're thinking about. You know? Yeah, that, it, like, case like, in point, Lady was, Ballers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was at least, they actually had, I mean, not going to lie, it re definitely reminded me of, like, a raunchy comedy in the early aughts, which is kind of funny coming from, like, ultra from like a uh, devoted religious man, Jeremy Boring and Andrew Clavin and Michael Knowles and like the all devout Catholics or devout Jews. It's just kind of raunchy comedy. That I was actually kind of surprised. Like I grew up on, I grew up on terrible Christian movies where the <laughs> message was the whole point of the damn film. Everyone's like, Oh, oh God, yeah, it's, it's how, yeah, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that series. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate the message, but it's like, it became all about the message. And that's all I grew up with. And so seeing actually good stories is actually kind of nice. And seeing a movie like Lady Ballers, which actually managed to be funny, but there was some under there were definitely some underlying messages attached to it. But it still managed to have the backbone of an in, of a decent story, I guess, and some decent, much better writing than I've probably ever seen from a religious production. Well, and, but I, even I, though it wasn't I, religious, it's just conservative. It got preachy well, at times, but it was still funny. I'd watch it again. I, I mean, art. I disagree with you a little bit. Uh, I mean, I agree with mostly what you're saying. I think people have a misunderstanding of like the people at Daily Wire, like um, like Matt Walsh. I'll I'll use him as an example. I think his his version of comedy is just most people don't get it, and yeah, I think he's so they they take him time. too seriously, yeah, all the time. Like especially when he talks about like video games and culture. But like if you watch yep. his videos. <laughs> He does stuff like oh playing my uh beating my uh, subordinate in um the last Mortal Kombat game that came out or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's just button mashing. Then uh there was another time they all played I think they were playing Goldeneye or something. And yeah, just yeah. there the way he was holding the controller was just so <laughs> cringe or whatever. <laughs> and like um but like they got it's just their humor is not for everybody at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so whenever they do like some of their takes, where it's like, just like they pretend that they hate video games completely. People just take them too seriously. Yeah. I will say they tend, the, the way that uh, like Matt Walsh in particular words things, I think he, um, he, he does have a very deadpan deadpan. And, uh, you know, I appreciate right. that as somebody that can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like all this stuff so it's like i watched like even when he did uh uh was it he tried to watch his first anime it was one punch man or whatever yeah I remember that. <laughs> he's definitely doing a bit half the time it's it's it is clear and sometimes but it, but it's also kind of it is 
at times hard to tell because he does have such a deadpan delivery and he just he doesn't really deviate from he doesn't really deviate from his uh when he gets really mad you can tell but for the most part when it's either eat what's other he just kind of fucking with you versus when he's just it's delivering his podcast you can't really tell it's hard yeah to like there was one time people were trying to own him because like he was he like he did one of his deadpan jokes about video games or something like that and then I fell like for the, that actually oh but then the next day he was like no what was it he made a uh, comment about you shouldn't be playing games and stuff that's childish and then like the next day he has a picture of him and his daughter in like a sled in the snow or whatever and then like everyone's like sending him uh quote tweeting him and like see what's a grown man like you doing this or whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh well for what it's worth you do have to do stuff with your kid (laughs) yeah so um like um my my daughter likes to bake so we we made um those red lobster rolls today she did a lot more of the work than i did for what it's worth so she's getting to that age where it's like I don't have to do as much work. Awesome. <laughs> like the cheddar Are you biscuits. Uploading your yeah. baking duties to your kids now. Yeah, how I used to do it. Uh, I mean, like one of the things that, um, like I grew up in the '90s, and '90s was like the proto-feminism of today stuff. And I, um, I regret, you know, <laughs> I regret that I wasn't a better. Like I, I. I've told people this before. I was like, I was raised to basically be a, um, you know, like feminist Barbie on some level, like where you, you are supposed to be a good, like eye candy catch type of person. But like when you're in a marriage, you have to be a good helpmate. Like it's one thing to look pretty and to have things like in order and you're making money at your job, but like you don't even want to come home to a house with no dinner. (laughs) (laughs) and there's a mess everywhere and there's stuff to do and um you know it's one of the one of the fundamental ways that women tend to care for men is by cleaning up and cooking and it's like i'm not saying you have to do that all the time but i'm saying this is something that honors your spouse you know it's that saying uh, it takes two to tango pretty much right so (laughs) well um... it's well like like men are raised to be providers you know, and uh, and women are are were raised more to be like princesses. You know, so I uh, I want both my kids to be able to clean and cook properly. Yeah, <laughs> just so. helps them in adulthood too, because presumably they would have uh, they're going to have times when they're going to live by themselves, and so if they can't take care of themselves, it's just kind of basic responsibility. Yeah. When you're doing that for somebody else, it makes your life better and their life even better. So everybody wins. I yeah, agree. With I, mean, that. I think that's part of the the me stuff that really irks me about today's culture is that like if you can't even take care of your own stuff, you're not going to want the responsibility of taking care of that stuff. So like yeah. you can um uh, you, you know like I see a lot of people that are um you know like they're leaving their legacy to people that won't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I feel bad for those people. So, that's you don't know how to take care of it. You're going to pass it off to somebody that's not going to take care of it either. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if the Zoomers will save us, but at least my kids will be able to cook and clean. And, you know, well, we know North Korea <laughs> won't have a next generation unless they start being fruitful and multiplying. Neither will China. 
Oh, well, it, it depends on where you're at, too. I, I, uh, they revert. I have a friend, well, one of my ex-co-workers in the video game studio, she was from mainland China. And, um, yeah, she because she would talk about things there, and um, she ain't trying to move back. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like the whole not. other side, They had to reverse the uh, the child, um, the one yeah, child the law policy. and stuff. Mm-hmm. One child, yeah. Um, and, like, I remember hearing yeah. back in college, like the population crisis was a big deal, and they had they were and they weren't even they hadn't even reversed it then. And so like, this yeah. is that's like that's like going to take so, like one or two generations to correct, and China yeah. does not have the time. Yeah. So for people who well, don't it, know, it is kind of funny. Like, yeah. um, if you watch, uh, you guys are gonna laugh at me. So there's this uh, Chinese lady on um, on YouTube called the Sexy Cyborg. Uh, <laughs> A sexy cyborg something uh ming or something like that and she's this chinese lady with like big ass implants and everything and but she's like a tech genius and so she's like an engineering genius in china and like mm-hmm. so she goes in different parts of china to get like she's making all kind of elaborate stuff um but if you go there she shows you how like just because of how the laws and stuff with the one child law and a lot of the women had to get uh like get removed from their house or whatever. So like the big tech industry in China is like all females compared to men, and it's like rare to see men in it. So it's like the complete opposite of us. Interesting. Hmm. So especially with for, lot, in the mix. Yeah. for a lot of people who don't know, there's a there's a massive problem going on in the world now where people just in general aren't having kids at the same rate they were when we were all born in our specific eras before like the the, the gen zers so for easy contextual causes that video everyone saw that of kim jong-un crying like that no that's real they're they're north korea not south korea north korea specifically so basically the reason why you have kids is because those kids are taking care of you as like you get older they take care of you and i need to keep happening because the kids that you would have take care of the previous people that took care of you you can get Obviously, up to an age, you can take care of yourself. So you factor in, easy, anyone who's listening to this can understand, if you don't have enough kids to do that, then you might hit a wall. And the wall is you now actually need to have more kids in order to take care of the the generation that take care of you now. Because if they all die off and the generation that (laughs) had kids didn't have any, yeah, you're pretty screwed, actually. That's happening in in America, too. Men men are not having enough kids. That's what you have made for. Made in Canada. Yeah, this thing. It's happening in uh, America, too. Men aren't having a lot of kids here in America. It's happening. But here it's not as bad-ish yet. It's going to get bad soon if it keeps happening, obviously. The the cultural (laughs) correction is on its way, though. So, I I mean, a good number of my mom friends have four kids or more. Oh, God. So, have you ever a protection plan? (laughs) Well... All I got hard. bad news about the uh, the person I was talking about. So th- I guess they stopped making videos because the Chinese government censored her. Oh, oh. lord! So, uh, but her her YouTube channel changed from Sexy Cyborg to just Naomi Wu. Um, but yeah, so um, I I guess there's a rabbit hole where she can't be on YouTube anymore. Oh man! Uh, I, her videos are still there if you want to check them out. But yeah. <laughs> 
So that's the thing. And yet is, Twitter twats will say communism's good for oh, everybody. Uh, how do we oh, let's just say in America, how do you kind of fix people not having kids? Because there, I mean, there's many different reasons. There's there's so much context to it. There's many different reasons why. But so, at some point, people just guys just stopped wanting to have kids as women. Now the women here are, are pretty uh I won't say they're really white material, if we're being honest here. They, 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 women here suck now, like really bad. So if that <laughs> contributed to it, I can understand. Because women I are understand trapped. that you're 10 years younger than me, so I'll probably let that slide. <laughs> what, what I said women they're about my age are trash now. They have OnlyFans, they're they're gobbling up all this feminist nonsense. It's crazy. All these feminists are telling these women about all these things, yet no man wants to have kids with these women. Well, yeah. I mean, like, let That's me. Bad. Let me give you the obvious answer here. You just wait 10 more years. Okay. All these women that have kids or don't have kids or all these young kids that see their their siblings mm -hmm. or these older but not younger mm -hmm. women grow up and uh, renounce feminism, they'd be like, my mom's life sucked or my older sister's life sucked because she did all this crap. And then she'll be a good wife. I mean, look at the rise of the trad wives on the Zoomers. Okay. I mean, you just have a young wife. Yeah, men are going overseas to get women from there because, you know. Well, it, it, it depends where you look, really, even yeah. in the United States. Um, like, okay, if you're in more city, left-leaning areas, so maybe, of course, you might find someone that's more fast and up-paced to where they want to, like, move around. They're looking at your finances and stuff, as opposed to if you're looking at our more country area in the United States or whatever oh well um part of it too is just that um like white people in general we've started to realize that individualism is not um i mean like it's still like a virtue we have i guess as a culture but we like having more family aspects in so like asian and hispanic cultures they have like the uh you know the uh the family orientedness and um, we are starting to move toward that model, like as a culture, I've noticed. So um, I think a lot more individualism is being pushed on black people in general. Um, and again, I don't hate individualism. I think it's good to be able to take care of yourself. But I think you can't take care of yourself to the exclusion that you 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 say that you don't want somebody to come. I mean, I disagree at that point. Um, I think. When it comes to black folks, is like we have to be think as a collective. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, it's more like um, so like any of us is not in the collective way of thought. It's that's when you're the Uncle Tom, the, mm -hmm. uh, or whatever. So Tune it's Oreo, look. Yeah, yeah I'm, oh, I'm saying it's good to be more individualistic, but still like you should be open to like relationships. If that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, okay. In, in that sense, yes, <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah. Well, like individualism like individualism has its place in that you need to understand that your your responsibility for your own happiness your own success lies with yourself and at the end of the day you need to at the end of the day like to thine own self be true if something feels wrong if something is not if something goes against your values if something crosses a boundary that you set up then fuck it and it doesn't it doesn't matter if the entire community is saying well you're doing it doesn't it come against it if it feels wrong to you then don't do it but it's not but there's a big difference between being self-serving and like following your conscience but there is right. still a responsibility to the there's still a kind of a and it, there's a, also the individual responsibility to foster community 
in right. wherever you find yourself, like a religious institution, neighborhood. Um, that's all I know. <laughs> so they, okay, that's like, kind of it. But say um, your, uh, your neighbor's yard's on fire, you can't just sit there and be like, "Well, uh, they'll handle it." And then that fire is <laughs> no, 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 well, no well, But, but, but if you set, <laughs> no, you're exactly, you are exactly right. If you have, if you have, a, well, it's not my problem attitude. Well, that's stupid because that fire could spread to your yard too and then hurt you. So that's when your that's when your individualism needs to understand the consequences of not behaving selflessly. And right. it's, a, it's a, like the whole little interesting moral discussion there because I mean that's it's kind of it's a Ayn Rand, it's a Ayn Randian objectivism where your 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 own self serving nature will actually help you in that sense because you don't want your house to burn <laughs> down so you'll put down you'll put out the fire next you'll put out the fire in your neighbor's house so well, it's interesting. The problem is it's when it's your kids starting yeah. the fire. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can you speak from experience? How many fires no. did you start? <laughs> you got to go to the root cause. Mm, yeah. And well, this was government and influenced <clears throat> to deconstruct. <clears throat> they started with the black community to deconstruct the uh, nuclear family. Yep. Yeah. That's true. The whole uh, drug epidemic the places had. Oh. Because before that, before that, no, really, there, there was the, the LBJ for that. Was some, Johnson. So, yeah, uh, there were some places with black people doing very, very well. Then all of a sudden, you know, things get so bad where we're all in jail like we deserve, though. I'm saying, well, it's usually it. government. Well, let me give you an example of that. Um, my hometown, Tulsa, Oklahoma, we're we were no, we weren't until like three years ago, whenever the race baiters had, had to use us as a cudgel, which didn't work actually hilariously enough. But for the longest time, Tulsa was the location of like the great of like the, the biggest race riot in history. Like hundreds of people died. And it was it was a, an entire section that there was an entire section north of the train tracks called Black Wall Street. And that was where like it, there was a, an entire uh, community of black people who were incredibly wealthy, incredibly well off, incredibly successful. And then then of course long story short like something something bad happened and then the then they fought and like the white population kind of laid well, kind of yeah. yeah laid them out and like laid waste oh. to that whole area and but but the at the Democrat, same time uh fucking uh late siege oh yeah like oh yeah oklahoma was a staunch blue state but then so was texas um, but was interesting, but after, but after the race, after those race riots, it wasn't built up as, as, as successful as it was before, but it was still rebuilt. It was still built back. Cap built recaptured some of that, nah, except not shit. Um, it was still, it was still, it was still built back in was on its way to becoming a, 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 the thriving community that it once was. But then of course, but then the, in the civil rights act came around, Linda B LBJ's policies came around where welfare, the welfare state moved in. And now the area North of that street is a complete shit. It's complete shithole. It's getting, it's getting better, but it's still, it, it's getting somewhat better, but it's still like, you, it's just typical. It's just typical ghetto in the middle of mm -hmm. Oklahoma this time, not Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your, your your hometown's right around the same. Uh, I'm, uh, I was born in Springdale, Arkansas. Oh, so just down the way from you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like the main problem, like yeah, we we know like a lot of bad stuff happened or whatever, but a lot of the issues now is dealt with basically upon like 
okay so you get money if your your baby daddy is not with you or whatever right um when you when you're on welfare or you get food stamps or whatever you get off of food stamps once you reach a certain bracket right and they're like okay we can't no longer give you that so it's like um and then i might put you back in a hole so it's like why do i need to do as much better i just stay at these means and live fine just living off of food stamps and stuff like that so there's all these uh things it's like there's they punish you for doing it's like you're punished for doing better so you don't want to do better mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Like, yeah. okay income taxes morally reprehensible oh yeah, I, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> what happened oh just uh taxation is theft well, <laughs> no, I love giving my free. I love giving my hard-earned money to the government so they can just do nothing with it. Oh, boy. Give it to Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just got a pay stock at work. I was making more money, and now I'm making less money, and they're taxing me more per paycheck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what the, the, same, the same thing happened to me, where like they, I was in this one section that they had me working at, and the pay was less an hour and but like um then when they moved me to another section where i get like uh paid a little bit more then all of a sudden more of the taxes just started taking so it was like the job i was making less than an hour i was actually making it more <laughs> or taking home more or whatever or it was like complete yeah, bullshit. they don't know what they're doing with the, this whole bracket it makes no sense yeah. like when i was making more i was taxed less now I'm making less and I'm taxed exactly $152 more. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends, Rob Mono on Twitter, he told me that uh, he made more money this year and he said that he had to pay it like late for some reason. And he said, if everybody had to pay their taxes direct, like at the end of the tax year, there'd be tax revolts every year. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, believe I, I don't get why people sit around and let their money just go freely to people. Cause the idea is you give money to the government so you can do good things with it for to better your fucking town or city or whatever. That's not been a thing for so long. No. I, I blame conservatives it, for this. It's never been a thing. Oh, yeah. Income tax did thing. not. Yeah, yeah, it was never Income a thing. Income tax it, it's was just supposed like to be people, a yeah. temporary measure. Income tax was never supposed to be a permanent thing. But then, yeah, because how how we how we used to how we used to pay our tax bills was property taxes. And in fact, Texas is announced. I think just this year, uh, where I'm at announced a gigantic tax break for property taxes because there's so many people moving here where we can pay everything that we can pay for with just sales tax and everything else like home prices in texas are about to are about to plummet into the ground it will not 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 in a bad way but finally start to even out like we can actually own and texas is a huge fucking state so it's going to be a ton of property that's going to be that's going to be sold and it's going to well, be great because we well, that's what the, like your state and city lotteries are for, right? Is so uh, like, oh, I mean, I don't play the yeah, lottery, right. but like, um, okay, <laughs> idea, like if I we had it. no taxes at all, because you know none of our governments actually produce things besides no. laws, right? <laughs> that tell us yeah. what to do and what not mm-hmm. to do, or whatever, right? But like originally, all the roads and stuff was like, okay, the people who want to pay for. The, that play the lotto every day and all that type of stuff and you're stuck behind them waiting for them to hurry up so you can get some gas and shit <laughs> <laughs> like... trying to get my cigarettes damn it <laughs> yeah. yeah people had this like mindset back in the day where it's like oh yeah people are good and they'll do good things if we put the right people in charge 
Little like, did we find out. Well, like we're sitting there, we're seeing these guys just raise their um like raise how much they earn per year and all they do is sit in office like maybe two hours out of the month. Whatever like that. Uh well, what's that mayor and um uh something that starts with a D in Illinois or wherever. Um she's like giving herself vacations and raise herself and mock <laughs> yeah. everyone else out of the office. I forget her name. Remember, these are the people in charge, and these roads look like shit. I've got one yeah. word. Asuela. Afuera. <laughs> Did you see him today? So he made an executive Afuera. order. So the uh so he got sworn in yesterday or the 10th. Mm-hmm. And uh so as of today, he knocked down their governments, um, all their um Oh no, you're talking about yeah. Yeah, so he knocked down his governments, uh all so like they had like over 20 something offices. They he knocked it down yeah. to nine. Yeah. That's a good thing. I like that. Well, yep. the thing is, too, is like government really only works, looks out for government purposes. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to innovate sure. or, mm-hmm. you know, become more efficient because that means more job loss. And then you don't need as much tax money. And then you have to revisit the laws and stuff. So. They do the deficit spending. The deficit spending is just so bad. I, yeah. oh, it's so bad. And then people hear all this stuff and go, oh, they're doing a good job. The only person I know that's genuinely happy with Biden right now is a dementia patient. Like the only person you know in her life. I I guess representing common cause of Biden. Joe Biden's a dementia patient. Yeah, he is a dementia patient. (laughs) And here's the thing. I have two college-age fucking uh, little sisters. They're both in college. They're both, uh, one of them's a grad student. The other one's finishing up and they're both fucking way over the top, but they're like, "Eh, yeah, no, uh, I might have to consider other options if, uh, yeah. And my mom, who is a school teacher, Mm. again, very she's been fucking indoctrinated for like the last 35 years and they're all like "Mm, no uh we would have to look at our options hopefully john kennedy's running would you vote for trump well we would look at options that's a yes Mm -hmm. well you see the uh sheila jackson didn't get voted as mayor yes or wherever that was was. actually quite insane yeah i remember that yeah because i'm i live in houston that was actually kind of surprising uh in a, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really think that she had a. I didn't really think that she had a chance because I mean the uh, John Whitmire was outspending her like crazy, and he had a very. He has a very. Still has. It's. I still have my issues with it. He hasn't been very specific about what exactly his tough on crime stance is. But the fact that he's even taking a tough on crime stance and a very and a heavily, in a uh, uh, a heavily black right, blue. Yeah, and, and it have like it, it is is a blue is a blue city in the middle of a deep red state, and mm-hmm. I mean we had Sylvester Turner for however goddamn long that was, but yeah, even and I, I he beat her by a landslide. He had a lot of people backing him because all all of a sudden oh this guy who's trying who's going to hire more police officers and he's trying to have a little bit more aggressive policing and different and that's what he's saying the tough on crime kind of policies imagine that we don't like being at risk for criminal activity in our neighborhoods huh i wonder what fixes that fucking police officers enforcing the law now the da is another matter 
if you really you really want you really want to uh you really want to have permanent change like purge leftist judges purge soft on crime judges because cops can arrest anybody that anybody that they catch then they should because that's their job but judges and DAs will let them walk free if they if they are if they are allowed to with no consequences like purge everybody who's ever let off a murderer on bail that's not right Oh yeah, well, graping should have more of a uh, a higher charge to minimum, you know. Completely, I agree. it just should be instantly shot to the head. That's my opinion. I, death, death penalty. I'm sorry. Yeah, death yeah. penalty for rapists and child and child and not even not even child murderers. If you've touched a kid, guillotine now. Don't care. Summary trial. Get escort. Like found guilty verdict. Go to the scaffold now. No delays. No appeals. Uh, absolute proof. That's true. Yeah. I do believe that due process is the most appropriate sort of response to these things. So indeed, indeed. Yeah. And there's, but there's usually, and thing is, these people. If you see what uh, Alex Rosen is doing on Twitter, I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, the name sounds familiar, but I don't know off the top of yeah, my head. Yeah, don't follow his Twitter account unless you have a really strong stomach. So he actually he so he's the uh, the uh, uh, like the pedo hunter, and he. Fuck me. I would not be able he he actually he baits these people, these like serial child abusers, and like they download porn, they have porn caches, like it is evil shit. And he finds these people, tracks them down. He usually has a cop on speed dial, so he tracks them down, gets them to admit what they're looking what they're what they're looking for. Because again, most of these people are out on bail or they're on some kind of um they're on some kind of probation, like they're not supposed to have access to electronic devices at all most mm -hmm. of the time. And they are exactly who you'd expect. And they're just the worst kind of pedophiles. And he was actually recently in Houston. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to be told these people exist in my backyard. God damn it. But like it, he, he hey, on the I, upside, you can buy another gun and you don't have to feel bad about it. I've got plenty. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. But it's kind no, of you have absolutely none. So. Oh, yeah. No, I lost them all on a fishing accident or I'm going to take them all on a fishing on a, on a fishing expedition, you know, what re what remains next weekend it's gonna be great not gonna lose them all um but he is yeah he confronts these people and he's got screenshots he's got receipts he asks them and he they are so vocal about their blatant evil they he's a complete stranger to them they have no he just it's like he's making conversation and they will open up to him in a way that is dang. It's just word vomit. They keep going and going and going and going. And these people, they have cameras right there. And these people will not shut up. They will not stop talking. They'll say just enough to where they'll get the cops like they're gone. And it's just extraordinary to me how open they are and how eager they are to share their perversity and admit it. Some of them do so like, oh, yeah, it's like it's like a hobby. It's like collecting comic books. But some people are like. Yeah, I'll admit it. I've done this. It's not right, but but they'll admit it. Like, what the fuck, guys? Why are you? Like, I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, some of them actually even have raped their kids. Like, okay, you need you need to die. Yep. Well, uh, I, I will say, it, just because it's an opportunity to plug it again, uh, Discord goes after human traffickers. So nice. Yes. Based. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, when I first moved here, I moved here about thirteen years ago, fourteen years ago. Um, that was actually the big topic at the time and they've quieted down since then and it's not comforting. Mm. So interesting. 
That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, comic book outlet promotes you and your message. You know, be a, that should be a message. Killing human traffickers. It's a good thing. It's actually a very good thing. But, you know, it's too much for those people at this point. You know, they can't do morally good things. They can't promote that. They need to promote pronoun and blue haired weirdos and <laughs> dicks and asses, apparently. Well, and guys' asses. I like women, actually. Well, I mean, I like, like at, the, at the heart of her a heroic act is you're choosing good over evil. And uh, you are standing up against evil and you're standing up for good at your own personal cost. So it's kind of unavoidable. <laughs> um, when I was 14 years old, uh, there was a girl that I actually knew. She didn't go to the same school I did, but I knew of her. And she was abducted in Henderson, Nevada. Mm. Just gone and they did a whole documentary on it and they finally brought her back like 10 years later and she only made it like two and a half months and then she was just gone again wow yeah. because of what had happened to her it's like oh. she didn't unalive herself did she no she was just i think it was because the conditioning that they did to her you know they pump them full of drugs mm -hmm. When they kidnap these girls, it's and just use a lot of mental conditioning. So she, like, she wasn't happy about being rescued, even though she should have been. Wow. Yeah, a horrific story. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, the first, the first season of True Detective, which is easily, which is like my favorite thing to have ever been made in the history of time. Oh, man, season one's so good. But they have an interesting. So there's there's a whole plot about uh, like elitists and uh, like uh, Louisiana elites connected in high levels of church and government and all that. Um, they're it's a pedophile ring. Their symbol is a spiral with like kind of ang like angular circles there. That's real. That's yeah, I was gonna say that's real though. That is that is not, and that's what's crazy to me. I don't know if the writer and the creator Nick Pizzolatto. Um, made that oh. like just happened i don't know if he knew that or if he just did it and it happened to be the case or if, if he did that specifically because that's a that's a known that's a known pedophile symbol they have those like, things oh, they're God. they're the ones that were on the statue at um th there's like a few statues at disney world that had those on yeah I find that very interesting it's, it's, what's I gotta, the symbol I gotta, it's just it's like it's a spiral um let me yeah it, it although it's just a spiral you know don't put it on screen <laughs> No, no. Um, but you, it's not. But it's not like a circular spiral. It's kind of angled a bit. It's like a leopard spot. Sense. Kind of. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, like the the lines are angled on the way on the way on the spiral on the way in. Like a square, or kind of not exactly a square. Um, yeah, like a diamond shape. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Almost like a almost like a Viking knot, except a little bit less. Um, less structured. Yeah, uh, I will I know, say to, um, to research Discord, I I went down a few very dark internet. <laughs> if you're well, going on the I dark know. web, you need to delete all your internet history because we if we see a guy in your room trying to slit your throat, I'm running off the screen. I actually have a note in the beginning of the book that says, "Given what I'm talking oh. about, I didn't kill myself." So, <laughs> I mean, I've been on I've been on the dark web, but I was trying to buy drugs. Did, there's a scene where he's examining the first body, 
And as he looks up, the crow, the birds are doing that same yep. spiral. Yep. I love that. Well, it's actually so great because I've, I've actually, I really love HP uh, Lovecraft stuff. That show has so much awesome oh, yeah. Lovecraft references. And like, what's interesting, because the, the thing about Lovecraft is the more insane you are, the closer you are to the truth of the elder gods. So if you've looked upon an elder God, you're insane because you cannot, you cannot accept it. That's perfect. That's a perfect description of Matthew McConaughey's yes. Rustin Cole, because he is kind of nuts. He has the, he's the, what was it called? Syn not syncretism um, where he can like taste colors and see noises kind of thing because of incest and drug use and uh, uh, ample drug use, like with laudanum and with opiates is also a recurring theme in, in HP uh, Lovecraft's and HP Lovecraft's uh, work. So, but, but uh, True Detective adapted it to where it's, it's more like it's heroin, it's cocaine, it's all these other other little bit more modern drugs. It still it still does the same thing. So it has allowed his mind to be elevated somewhat and disconnected to where he can see the pattern, but he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand the Elder God influence on the way down that they've implied in True Detective. I need to do a whole. I need to do like a whole <laughs> deep dive into this because I fucking love that show. I watch it every spring. I was gonna say after Ahsoka and uh, Rings of Power, it sounds like you're due for a, a nice cleanse. So. I really am. Like it's, I, I just the more I think about it, it's just so good because it's an interesting. Con it's such a cool contrast between Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, and they're best friends in real life. Their chemistry is palpable, <laughs> and the the whole setting works because it's in rural Louisiana. There's not a whole lot of difference in with countryside between like Eastern Houston and Louisiana. So you cross you a lot of the same. There's a lot of the same uh, kind of landscape and lots of really dense bayou and um, not really tropical, but it, it definitely like reminds grasslands. me. Yeah, like grasslands, swampland. It reminds me very. It reminds me very much of Houston. And so I was like, oh my god, this is. Kind of, and they all even mentions Houston <laughs> quite a bit because Houston itself, I didn't know this, is a big time. Uh, central hub for human trafficking because you have the port of Houston and then you mm -hmm. have 75 you've got and then you got all these different highways branching off from like, there's a yeah. huge trucking lane yeah, and like 75 the, bisects um, this, the whole country it's insane yeah. Yeah. yeah the same thing here in Atlanta, uh, in Atlanta Georgia is like mm -hmm. supposed to be one too where well Arsenal um, Jackson has the most active airport in the country most mm -hmm. most of the most of the day so it's very easy to get in very easy to get out so. yeah like I mean, you said, driving any freeway in uh, Georgia is like so many semi trucks and stuff just driving through from Florida to other states, yeah. Texas, or whatever. Yeah, it's such a shame. I actually like the airport here too. It's actually it laid out very well. Mm. I've been in a yeah. lot of airports and I've noticed some of them are just crappy. <laughs> LA airport sucks. LAX. Oh, I will say, yeah, that one is on my list. Philadelphia. I got like five tickets in like what so. less than ten seconds. <laughs> But um, for you, Red, if you would please no. add on like a video about like if True Detective went woke or was written today for me, that would be fun. <laughs> I'll take a critical drinker approach and put modern audiences. Oh well, I, actually, I there like, are the drinker fixes. You could just do, you know, Red Strike. the drinker, <laughs> the drinker to deconstruct. So it's actually, I don't need, I don't need to do that unfortunately because uh, True Detective sure. season four just got announced. Loved season one, he did, oh. yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, he and yeah, yeah, I think he did. And it's I mean, season one's really good, season two is okay, season three is eh. 
Um, but actually season four, I don't, I'm afraid I don't actually need to do a, if she detective was woke because season four has got Jodie Foster and some oh, okay. native chick and she's definitely lesbian, but they have the kind of exact same, um, dichotomy as Cole and Hart. Yes. One of them is like a faith-based, another one's like a cynical, another one's a, a yeah, like a, a faithful cynical. optimist, one's a cynical, uh, atheist. And it's like, oh, come on. And it's written by the. It's written by. I think it's the same writer too. I'm just like, hey, you're ripping off your own work. <laughs> just put. I hate it when people are like, you can just like, gender. They even have the pedophile spiral too. I'm like, oh come on. Yeah. When um, all anybody wants is those two characters back together. So Matthew McConaughey did a nice little cock tease. He actually posted a photo of him and Woody Harrelson, Nick Pizzolatto, in a table read. Of a of what of an unproduced, unaired sequel to True Detective season one. I'm like, you fucker, you do not get to do that to me. You do not get to dangle that in front of me and not deliver. Maybe, maybe he may release it later, but it's it's not gonna get produced. Oh man, I was like, you cannot, you know, please. I mean, the story ended, but I there's not really anything else to tell. Um, but I would just love to see like a follow-up movie with them. Those characters were so absolutely. Oh, I love so it when there are characters that you can imagine as like the real, like you're part of your family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, that was the first. Uh, there were a lot of series and films that followed this trend after this series, but season one was the first one to do a 15 minute, no cut, straight action scene. That was incredible. That will never not impress me. It was True Detective season one, and they just followed McConaughey with the camera, never cut. All done in camera, no no clever hiding. Yep. Yep. That first one, that was the OG. Mm -hmm. A bunch of. Perfectly. Did that come out before all like the Daredevil stuff with Netflix? Before. It it came out right before. Yeah. yeah. I know Um, they did that a lot. yeah, was it? Daredevil, you can see there's some clever. There's maybe some clever hiding, like hiding their edits. But like that, all all of True Detective, that was all real. There's a a firefight and a bunch of bungalows in Beaumont, Texas, which is like halfway between, which halfway between yeah. like Houston and and, and kind of halfway between because Texas they, and Louisiana. That scene <laughs> as uh, one of the teasers mm-hmm. was just uh, 15 minutes uncut, just fucking Matthew McConaughey with a gun, fucking up people getting shot at mm-hmm. <laughs> it's believable you could absolutely see yourself in that scenario because like i've driven past neighborhoods like that i've seen people i like obviously it doesn't look it but like i i can believe that that would actually happen and it's terrifying you went and drove around watching... black people i've driven through neighborhoods that kind of made me worried <laughs> oh god can't park your car in that neighborhood though you come back and that car is gone oh, that's why i kept moving i was like i am tasty white if the moonlight if the n- moonlight shines on me in a certain way, in I'm gonna... <laughs> oh well i'll have to i'll put it on my list of things to maybe consider watching <laughs> um i don't want to feel like i have ruined your stream msk here <laughs> oh they had a great show oh yeah, yeah. There's no running MSK stream. Sorry. These podcasts are always <laughs> only MSK here. can ruin his stream. That, there you go. <laughs> he does. Yeah, the only thing that ruins these podcasts is well, I don't know. Let's, let's really ruin these. I don't know. 
Maybe <laughs> more black people, probably. Oh, no, sorry. No. Uh, I wasn't thinking out loud, obviously. Yeah, now, now she now she understands what. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You know what I. I don't, I think for what it's worth, uh, you know, you can't ruin your show too much. You know, you, you at least don't have a face tattoo. So. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. No, no I just met MSK I like about it. a week ago. He is huh? the, he's the whitest black kid I've ever met. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> the nice, the best thing about being white is that you don't have to care about what you, what your race is. So I, <laughs> I just, uh, I'm happy to have friends of all colors. So <laughs> that'll let, let me on the podcast so I can talk about my book. <laughs> the, more, the more wider, the better, obviously, right? What? Yeah, yeah, nothing. I was thinking out loud again. <laughs> he's Good like, Lord. he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he's very polite towards women. Yeah. Even though you I hate women on social oh, media. Uh, you and Selena went over to his house, right? Or something. Yeah, man. No, it was, it was a great. It was our. Uh, it was my and friend's uh, office. No yeah. Joke. yeah, no joke. It was all fucking fun. MSK, dude, you're awesome, man. We love you. There was a day that I, like, someone said you weren't talking as much for me, and I was like, no, I was just, uh, you know, just taking it all in. You know, I was doing a lot of thinking because you know, on your birthdays, you like to reflect, and I was like, you know what? I was just taking it all in. I told people I don't really care for having parties and things like that. I kind of just like having birthdays, like. I don't know. Reflect on what you could have did better throughout the year, what you could have did better in many situations. I was like, you know what? This year went pretty good, despite all the bad things that have happened to everyone else. He was thinking you know. about all his well, stocks you're not gonna get any, you're, you're not going to get any better if you don't think about what was good and how to make it better. So I was yeah. actually you have, you have to happy ending. <laughs> everyone else is more uh, interesting than you. That's the only problem. <laughs> Oh, what I forgot to bring, like, um, I think, I think, uh, I don't know. Oh, my, my problem that I have with the show is because I didn't check your echo cancellation button. I can't believe I didn't do mic checks. We didn't do mic checks before we started. I can't believe I missed that. I was like, what? Fuck up, man. If you play it back, it's not even that, that bad. We actually fixed it around. The whole thing is complete by 1524. But before that, it's, it's relatively fixed within like five, six minutes anyway. So people had to. Well, I'm a genius. That's how it works, you know. Well, uh, like, well, I'm, I'm technologically retarded, so I appreciate it. So, <laughs> yeah, we. Try I, to uh, I've been on so many. I feel bad on some level because I've been on a lot of podcasts. I finally got a good mic, but you're right. Mm -hmm. Like the echo stuff, sometimes it still doesn't sync up right. Oh, when that's I why. This, when I stuff that I'm talking on, I feel bad for me. So. <laughs> No, I always tell people, hey, you know, if you could ever, um, I don't know, people like like to play their audio out loud. That just is so bad. I just always have to have it condensed in here. It's just, it's a better experience. Why every bigger person you're ever gonna watch wears a headset. Some people like wearing headset. It's just it contributes to a better audio experience. You get used to it over time anyway. I want the ones with like cat ears. I want to get a cat. <laughs> no? That would be well, fun. Now I know what's for you for your birthday, sweetheart. I mean, pussy. <laughs> Cat your eye. Uh, oh, I was thinking like, like black cat. Black so that would be cute. Mm. That would be cute. You know. Mm. I always liked that relationship from Peter and uh Miss Felicia Hardy. Ugh. Anna Hathaway's Catwoman. No, a black cat. 
Hey, not hey, whatever version she was playing. You, if we get you cat pink cat here uh, at headphones, will you wear them consistently? Probably. But, All right, as cool. long as they're comfortable. Yeah. Can I get a flashlight for my birthday next year? No. Uh, pretty sure you buy that yourself. Yeah, but that's gay. Though. Yeah, you should, uh, you should buy that yourself. You you've got like it. you've got a whole fucking uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw mass- Massacre dungeon in your closet. It's like torsos, <laughs> feet and shit, all silicone. It's gross. Oh shit! I own oh. it. Oh, um, I know. Prof- I know. Professor was asking about his channel uh, earlier today. Just when you're doing anything with content creation, everyone's had those days where you feel like you're not doing enough or whatever. I. I've been through all the emotions. I've been doing this for eight years. Every emotion, everything you're going to say, I've probably already felt it. Just keep think to yourself. Take it one day at a time. GG. Tell yourself this. GG. Go next. That's what we say in League of Legends. If you have a bad game, just GG. Go next. Just, you know, some days are going to be harder than others. But think of other ways you can improve. The biggest thing that always helped me is a podcast I did with my friend Wedge Paisano last maybe Yeah, it was last year before I lost my main channel. He basically just told me, hey, man. Yeah. He told me he was, hey, man, we were just having a good old boy. Chill, chill with the boys, kind of night drink, drink and a few cold ones, you know. He's like, hey, man, your thumbnails kind of suck. Let me help you out. And I was like, okay, you're right. How can I fix these? We went down, man, it was like two hours trying to fix them. And then that's when the views started getting better. They were already good, but they could be better, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I saw his posts where but basically, he was talking about basically whatever the hot topic is, he gets all these views. And then when he doesn't yeah. talk about the hot topic, uh, that, that, that's hard for newer people. You have to basically garner an audience over time that is going to watch you for anything. Because most people will just kind of wa- want to watch you only for popular things. That's everybody. Everyone's going to have that. But yeah, I mean, you have to have. Yeah. You have to build up an audience over time that's going to watch you for anything. That's a really hard thing to do. It, it, it just takes time. There, there is no one right answer. But what I always tell people is thumbnails. The, the reason why people are not – like, have you ever noticed when you go to Walmart, you'll just look up and look at the sign? Because humans are just naturally attracted to, like, bright colors. So if you make a good thumbnail that's really attractive, it'll get people to watch. No matter what your video is, as long as you get people in the door, you're good. Then, obviously, the impression through click-through rate and all the views, and you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? But to get to that point, you need to have a good thumbnail to board people in. People's thumbnails, his, his need a lot of improvement, too. Thumbnails, I, I really understood how much impact they have on videos. I, I, if I if I knew if I knew what I knew then versus what I know now, oh my goodness, I'd be a millionaire, honestly. But yeah, just for anyone out there, thumbnails attract people, and then you and then if your audio is good, you will hit with people. That's it. You'd be all a millionaire. You audio. canceled at least four times. <laughs> yeah, all you need is thumbnails. All you need is one a good thumbnail, a nice. Yeah, me. The title doesn't. Consistency. Yeah, titles. Um, I've put out basic titles and gotten a lot of pieces. Titles can be impactful depending on how manipulative you kind of want to be with them. But thumbnails and audio, it, it needs to be there. Cause that's it. Once you have them in, once you lock them with your thumbnail, your audio quality, now you just keep them there. Now they're there. Now that's up to you how good your video is to actually get them to subscribe to you. I can't help you with that. If your video is complete garbage, I can't help you with that. I can only get people into the front door, actually. <laughs> that's one thing. I will, if, if a video is uh, like the title is clickbait, I will never go back to that that creator mm-hmm. again, ever. Yeah, like it's just like oh fuck, no, this is bullshit. 
some people are really exaggerated with their titles. They'll be like, oh, God, SJWs are fucking pigs, fat bitches. SJWs suck. <laughs> I, you know, I just hate, some... the, uh, I hate the YouTuber gamer face. Right? Yeah. Like, when you watch, like, not like you know what I mean? It's like you watch someone that, like, does horror YouTube Let's Plays or some shit, and then, like, mm-hmm. their, t- oh, their thumbnails, the mouth open or whatever. Yeah. With, like, yeah. They're open. Yeah, I I yeah, hate those thumbnails so bad. That's so fucking gay. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Oh. You'll never catch me making a thumbnail like that. <laughs> oh, you gotta make okay. the, 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 yeah, the Ryan Kennel ones. You have to do a camera reveal, and we both have to do that gay ass fucking pose. Just <laughs> you gotta do the raid boss ones. I, I I need an iron oxide. I'm gonna send him pictures of, of me, obviously fully clothed, no cocks out. I need I need I need pictures where I'm doing faces with the raid boss eyes. <laughs> People really like those. That's the thing. You gotta get um. What I've learned about doing those, you have to get uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable with thumbnails. Have you noticed the ones you do that are uncomfortable are the ones that always hit the hardest? Those are the ones that get the most traction. Now do that. For five videos, hey, now you're uh, gonna get one of our subscribers hey, on your channel. Share your holiday thumbnail. Give us a little teaser. Here. A holiday thumbnail? Oh, I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm gonna use the uh, I'm gonna use the one V gave me. I'm gonna use that one. I'm gonna use that one in the video really? on this channel. You're not gonna use the one I made you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Oh. You gotta show me. Show me. So I, I I gotta compare it. Did you get it done today? I already sent it to you. Oh, you did it? Yes, I did. The Christmas one? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm talking about. You said, "Hey, can you make the text white?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, right, no, I know, I know, I got it." Could I use this one? Let's see. Hmm. It's okay. I'm to think. You got to show us now what this thumbnail is. If you no, already no, this have, could work. no, 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 if this could work, better, man. That, that's no, I, I, I didn't see the white text one. No, this could work. Okay, this is fine. I could use this. We'll save this thumbnail and then. I'm gonna put it into Canva. Oh yeah, uh, get Photoshop. Anyone that that sees where I just get Photoshop. It just I don't care which. I don't care if you gotta you torn it or crack it. Uh, get it. Get Photoshop, please. You That's can have Canva. Canva's fine. Canva's fine. I use Canva to make sure that it's a uh, the YouTube thumbnail link. That's what I use it for, and then I download it. Stuff. Canva's fine. I, I I just only use it to make sure the image is big enough for the for YouTube. That's that's all I use it for. I use a uh, Photoscape for the word bubbles and all the extra added features because I don't know well, how to get on Photoshop yet. There's templates for YouTube for Photoshop. Really? Oh, just I didn't know. Honestly. For that. Okay. Yeah. So I'll if you tonight, then. even if you go on um, you just put in the aspect ratio of sixteen by nine and just make sure it's a good enough size. Why are you a genius? I mean, and why I'm... the fuck you didn't tell me this before? I mean, it have? should be the easy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. well, even when you go to um, when you're on Photoshop, they got the section was like for film and stuff like that. You just click right there, and they got like little templates themselves there. Yeah. So I'm gonna that video me and Strider did. I need to go find that one because that one we did was really good about the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to need a thumbnail on is the Last Jedi. I have to figure out what was the title gonna be of that video because I have to edit. I don't know if I'm going to put like images in it or probably just do the whole moving background with the one or two images sliding in between and just have audio. I'll probably just do that, honestly. I don't even remember the title of that. I don't remember it either. What the fuck did we do? A while. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck did we do? God damn it.
Uh, it was in this video though. Just talking about Last Jedi, how much it sucked. It was really good. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really good. I, people are gonna see it. I just have to remember what the what did I say in that video? Was I talking about blowing bitches out or some shit? I don't think so. I think we kind of kept it on. I think we more or less kept it on subject. We we're professional. Oh, there's no Jedi mind sex references in it. That's just gay. Jedi mind sex. Jedi butt mind sex. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I think you hear different. <laughs> was that the one that was an hour and 16 minutes? Holy I fuck. I think so, yeah. I'll have to review it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it up. I just got to just figure out which editing style I'm going to use for the thumbnail. Because I want the thumbnail to really hit with that one. So if yeah. Arnox, if, got, if one's got any good, good ones to make that hit, just let, let me know, honestly. I already told you I'll make you a thumbnail whenever you want for free. I, it just the thumbnail has to match the title of it. So like, hmm. yeah, you never give me any fucking details. You have to put like <laughs> Ray putting her her, her, her whole thing up. Her whole thing the other day was I'm making a video about Marvel and DC. Can you make a thumbnail? Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Marvel and <laughs> yeah, right there, blank. <laughs> that it. That it. Marvel and DC, the subject of my videos. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the current state of comic books. Like, <laughs> give me a little more, man. Oh, God. Okay. Put a thumbnail, <laughs> legit, last of thumbnail. Put Ray putting her lightsaber up Finn's ass. I can do that. Just tell me. I want Ray <laughs> fucking uh, anally violating Finn with a lightsaber. With Kathleen mm -hmm. Kennedy's face superimposed over Ray. Exactly. On it. On it. Oh, That'd God. Be no. Cartman Kathleen Kennedy superimposed on over Daisy Ridley's face. I I know you can probably make this, but I don't think you'll be able to recover from making this. <laughs> <laughs> Who side are you on? The non-gross side at this point. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to wrap it up here in a little bit. I have to get some work done, probably stream league in a little bit before uh, I go to bed for work. I got to get up early. I got to get around 5.50 around there. Short shift at work today coming up, but, you know, we'll be here doing some more podcasts. Got a lot of, got a big guest, somewhat big guest coming up on Thursday. You know, going to have a nice load of banger shows, actually. Will I have Dean Kane on? I won't because, well, you know, he wouldn't probably talk to me ever. But... But if I can get into his good graces saying Superman was the best Superman of all time, though I'd be clearly lying, that's how you get into a white man's heart. Yeah, I just lie to him, say you're a good little black boy. Why are you so no. biased against white people? He's actually <laughs> half Japanese. He's not white oh. at all. Oh, he's half one Ching Chong? God damn it. No, no, I, I'm going to go to White Heaven. Have you ever seen Boondocks before? I'm going to White Heaven. That's it. <laughs> You know, it's been years since I've seen <laughs> Yep. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Well, we've all gotten butt-fucked and slapped and pissed on with Disney based off how they have been treating us with their content. Well, I, uh, I don't think we're their ideal customers anymore. That's for sure. Yeah, someone did pose a question that I'm gonna bring up in that comic book video that I'm I, I want to do with uh, I mean, we mean Iron probably tomorrow. Maybe I have to get off work. We're gonna do it. This he pose a great question. He he said, "Why would I care about the 
uh, growth of Marvel and DC or the comic industry bouncing back when they've firmly let me know I'm not their customer anymore or they don't care to have me as one. Not gonna lie, that is a very good thing. Why should someone even give a fuck about what happens to them if the writers and artists and the talent basically went, we hate white people. Oh, you can go die, you Nazi sympathizers. To be fair, I don't have an answer for that. All I can say is you don't have to. You literally don't have to. I, I can answer that. I mean, you you like the redemption arc, you know? Uh, that's what Ironside was talking about earlier. You like when the villain has a good redemption arc. You'd like to see it come back. The, the villain in my head. <laughs> I'm shouting you guys on tonight. I didn't tell you guys to be on her side. What the hell? I gave you guys that's okay. I, 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 I'm just concerned because, like I said, you know, the greatest thing about being white is you don't care about what race you are so hmm. <laughs> i'd love to see I mean, that spread out among the other races so <laughs> personally i lost hope in disney and stuff so i just kind of just moved on I, I was like okay there's other people producing material that i can just uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh consume so i just go to the results right now well like yeah, i i'll, I'll say i have kids like apathy and then resentment and then absolute disdain and i think uh we've already hit apathy was a long time ago apathy should be the last one we're already at disdain like where it doesn't matter what they do we don't want them we're actually cheering on their failure at this point not okay turn it around we want a good a good star wars we want a good disney no no we don't fucking die uh I'll, I'll say, like, I have kids, and I, I wanted to share a lot of my favorite films and stuff with them, you know, and it is uh, it is it is really depressing to see what they've become, just because mm-hmm. I don't have any new But you can't do anything. I mean, you could, sh- you could show them the old stuff, and then, like, okay, yeah. and then I'm sure they would understand why the, if you show them the older stuff first, and be like, this is why the we don't talk about the newer stuff, or whatever, right? Or, I mean, when no, they're my- the age or is appropriate, but yeah, Aww. my parents. My parents actually took took all of us to Disney World a couple years ago, and it was right after the pandemic ended. And it was really depressing for me to go there. So, almost got us kicked out because I was yelling at all the stupid Star Wars characters. <laughs> so, you're not canon. Yep. Well, yep. Uh, show them the. You guys got anything you want to shill before we head out? Actually. Oh, can you bring up the link for my book again? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, can you bring up? Are, are you really again? not going to do it? You fucking asshole! What about, oh, really okay. like that? What about the straight up piece he, of shit? Like he knows that? that he knows that if he doesn't do it today, I have to come back and let him try again. This thing she has. She she said she's going to beat me up if I don't show it. Actually, he was like, no, and then just really didn't do it. <laughs> hey they life always told me to be honest and you'll win but wait a minute black guys being honest is a bad thing oh well i actually gave you a copy of my my book so like or like the, yes did you read it yet light novel you said digital i need i need to feel the paper i need to feel okay. you I spinning on it comic, but i get it okay that's all right thank you the light novel is just the written story. There's not a lot of spoilers in it, but there are a few things that like get explained further on in the comic. So 
you know, I actually wrote the comic first and I said it was like putting my pants on backwards. I'm used to writing it all out first. I did that so. too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, pick up both if you want. And then there's lots of I mean, of have you seen them try to reuse the NASDAQ and you called it the NASDAQ? <laughs> nope. That never happened. Why are you guys embarrassing me in front of our new guests? Good Lord. What did That's I do right. to you guys? You have done that yourself. Um, <laughs> yep. So I will say like for a blanket too, by the way. What is it? Himself. I didn't hear you. I said he has a Dora blanket too. He bought it himself. I never oh, okay. did that. My ex bought the Dora blanket to fuck with You're me. Fucking liar. And my ex is the taco. So you kind of Dora, you know, supports taco makers, wetbacks. She's one of them too, but she was here legally. No green card needed. Okay, you're interrupting her. Please oh, don't. Okay, let him go off. And get it out of the <laughs> she, she said she would come back every Monday. I said I would try. That, that, <laughs> that's what my dad said when he was going to be in my. And life. we never saw her again. <laughs> yeah, I might have to go out and buy some milk, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but please buy it physically because you need to physically touch it. I did tonight, obviously. I don't know how I didn't go through before, but I found out why. Um, different phone numbers and all that stuff as I had to figure that stuff out. But description of the story was a guy taking on human traffickers. Yes. So it's an original black character. His superpower is he can hear the inside of the human soul, like the 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 song of the the soul inside everybody. So I thought it was a pretty unique power. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So What's he, his preferred he pronouns? See somebody. Or <laughs> is he inclusive? He's black, of course he is. I was, is he you know what? It, it's my job as the writer to give you the story. I mean, doesn't black absorb all colors? So, buy the book. God, all you have to do is buy the book, open it, and just lick it. Just feel the book smell and taste. Well, don't I eat mean, it because it's not good to eat that. Okay. I mean, we're not actually black. We're just a desaturated orange. Oh God. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, We'll see you guys tomorrow for, <laughs> I mean, I might play league. Well, thank I, you I guys might. for having me. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was great to have you on for the first time for Monday Mayhem. Hopefully you'll come back next week. Hopefully. Maybe. Just just throw the guilt on. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> so, Iron Oxide, you got anything planned coming up this week? Just you, baby. All right. Uh, Strider, you got anything coming up this week? Uh, Godzilla minus one review. Awesome. Been trying to save it because a lot of people haven't seen it yet, and they're just now the word of mouth is spreading, and so they're they're trying. I should have word of mouth is so week, good on it actually. Yeah. yeah, word of mouth has been really great, and a lot of people are seeing it. Uh, they're actually increasing uh, showings and in, on different theaters. So I thought it would that the time is right. I should I need to finally do it. Also, it's a great show. Well, you should do like a, you should it. do like one that doesn't have any spoilers and before. Um, and then... So I'm gonna do it. Yeah, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it in two parts. As well, I mean, this is we're gonna be the same video. The First, like, few minutes, I'm going to talk about no spoilers, and then I'm going to talk about spoilers after. Oh, I mean, I put the, the non-spoiler part 
before like next time you do it the week it released and then do a longer one later not a bad idea why yeah why are women geniuses women are so smart (laughs) yeah i've been been avoiding everyone's reviews (laughs) oh good lord Oh, uh, watch watching. Well, to watch my spoiler, my spoiler-free review at least. <laughs> I still yeah. have uh, other content to put out to you guys. I have to clip out the stuff from the Iron Man podcast episodes. We do with K dots. We do with four. It's coming out. I recorded another fresh video today that I'll be putting out. Uh, I'm gonna try and get back on my consistent level of at least a video a day. At least I'm gonna try and work up to that. You know, there's there's so much news that come out. I wish I could, I could just come home and just do an instant news video, but I'm just so tired. Some days it's like, uh, gotta talk about. Other, if you start talking about all these companies, it's really bad ideas. Your brain actually starts deteriorating to the actual max. It's so bad. You're like, hey, why is there a live action remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Donald Glover? I don't know, but you guys should go watch this. Like, no, I ain't about to tell you to watch that trash. What the hey, fuck? Hey, Donald Glover needs a retirement fund. Okay. That's true. <laughs> he also needs a chocolate fund. Oh, I never really no. cared about any of his stuff, really. Well, you, I don't think you can call a retirement fund a chocolate fund because chocolate goes by pretty quickly. That's true. So Donald Glover is the image of my best friend. Black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. But, you know, we, we all have a lot of plans coming up in 2024. We should probably do a meeting. I was going to have a meeting with you guys. Not always. I mean, see, I don't think CS is enough here. For for that, but you know, yeah. going over okay, the plans in twenty twenty four. Yeah, and you're getting paid in Jolly Ranchers, actually. No, I prefer the uh, <laughs> what's that old people's strawberry candy with the jelly inside. <laughs> I remember what this is called. called. Wait, what? What is originals? Those taste the amazing. No, they taste like cough drops. No, they t- they don't taste cough drops or death. Like they're cough um, drops taste like shit, actually. <laughs> No, they're like they're like about, yeah. they're shaped like cough drops, but they're like little oh, strawberries and they got like right? jelly inside. I I don't see them available to buy anywhere. They just they just materialize in candy dishes. I don't know where they come from, but they're delicious. <laughs> yeah, I think, those, I think uh, they're called bonbons, but I don't think that's true. Those butterscotch no, I think bonbons are something different. Those yeah. butterscotch like little smaller ones are really good. Butterscotch are nasty. Oh my god, back up. Jesus Christ. Now, man, but we are now back on Twitch, so Miss Seventeen Seventy Six can't break my brain anymore. You know, glad that that's happened. Uh, oh. But yeah, it's been an awesome day. Uh, got me some comic books. You know, I already got I, when people when Eric had Dean Cannon, I already had I already ordered the All American book. You saw what those covers look like? Oh. It just looks so good already. I was, and then when Dean King comes in that books, I can just uh, uh, other than to say inappropriate homosexual things, but I'll just <laughs> it. I'm partner number one, and you're partner number two. That's the deal, right? I'm number one, and you are. Number two. I forgot about that show. God, that scene was so good. That Maroni and whatever the... It's Maroni and... What's the other guy's name usually? It's Falcone and Maroni. Those two on that show did a fantastic job of playing those characters. Whew. Good Lord. But yeah, uh, Johnson, where can people find you at throughout the week if they miss you? Um, 
Twitter's fine. So, okay. The writer C.S. Johnson. You guys can call me CJ, by the way. So Awesome. <laughs> Uh, put your Twitter in the private chat so we can all follow you. You guys oh, get in your okay. cloud. I was gonna say it's on my 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 name tag here. So I I can barely see that. I can't okay. read. I put my picture on. So you know. I can't read at all. So I'm that's sorry. what you got out of me. I mean, with the last question, yeah, that didn't help at all. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, uh, I had a good yeah. Monday. Here, I think, you know, got a lot yeah. of awesome stuff planned. And I can't wait for this year to be over so we can start it up next year with our New Year's resolution to get out more consistent content for you guys. And my end of the year update video is dropping. I'll get that done in a timely fashion before this year is over. We'll be out definitely sooner than later. And we'll, and we'll definitely have a – it'll be a rather interesting thumbnail on there. I'm pretty sure people won't actually get the context of the thumbnail, but – it should be enough to lure people in. That's how it works, honestly. Yes. After all the things we talk about, luring people in can be a good thing. Yeah. If you lure them in, just saying, you, you, if I open up my fly pussy, then I can snatch them up. Well, if we see you on Alex Rosen, we'll know what happened. If you see me on OnlyFans, just, <laughs> just know I went down a dark path to be on OnlyFans. Just no. Oh, well. Uh, uh, Twitch. Yes. Don't spend your money there. <laughs> what? But the women provide provide me uh, ways of jerking off and, and ex exhilaration. Hmm. Oh. Uh, well, we had a great Did show. Feeling from your children. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the... the her face was like, God damn, this longest, guy is uh, the longest silent pause necessary. <laughs> Her face was like, God damn, this guy is an actual crackhead. <laughs> God, the crack really has gotten that guy. But yeah, thank you guys for coming out tonight. Tuesday's biggest Tuesday's big showdown tomorrow, 7 7 30 PSC. We're gonna have to end sooner tomorrow because I have a, a one on one after that. So I don't want to, you know, blow my entire load then, you know, only to, you know, um, gotta have some for the second round. You know, you have sex with your wife, you gotta have enough for the second round. Round Goku's powering up against Kid Boo, trying to go back to Super Saiyan 3, and he powers out, you know. No, all right, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.